0: Log Talk Radio.
1: President recognizes Mr. Adams of Massachusetts.
2: Objects of the most stupendous magnitude. Measures which will affect the lives of millions born and unborn, are now before us. And we must expect a great expense of blood to obtain them. But we must always remember that a free constitution of civil government cannot be purchased at too dear a rate, as there is nothing On this side of Jerusalem, of greater importance to mankind. My worthy colleague from Pennsylvania has spoken with great ingenuity and eloquence. He has given you a grim prognostication of our national future. But where he foresees apocalypse... All right, everybody, here we go. I see hope.
3: Restoring our republic, Dr. Peter Ventura here, merging in. Everybody, cool your cool your jets, you know, everyone there, text messaging me and everything, you know. Calm down. Dr. Peter Ventura is going to be here, you know. Actually, I prefer new voices, actually, you know, to be tuning in anyway. So,
4: all right, uh, go ahead, Dr. Peter Ventura, go ahead. You're live. Welcome to Sound Doctrine with Dr. Ventura I'm pleased to be here this evening Just couldn't get caught up Sometimes that happens I want to thank Joseph Gibson For uh, letting us use his platform To preach the gospel of Jesus Christ To reach the hearts and souls And especially the spirits of men In such a time as this We're in chapter 9 in the book of Daniel And that's where we left off And uh, I think we'll Get started there. I want to thank those who uh, have uh, written and uh, uh, supported me, and for your prayers, for your encouragement, uh, Pastor Rocky Shanks. I want to thank out there in uh, uh, South Dakota for your last call, and uh, Pastor Richard Godinus. Thank you, thank you, brothers. Appreciate it. Let's get right down to some business here. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just. Thank you, Lord, that you've given us this day and this time to come together and this platform that we can use to reach people for the gospel of Jesus Christ and with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, Lord, as we do of you, that you would bless this. Thy people have come to hear you. We've come from all over the world, Lord. Callers are tonight asking, Lord, what, what, Lord, do you have for us tonight? And so, God, we ask that you'd set me aside. Let nothing come from me that's of my flesh And, Lord, thank you for Calvary. Just chase every foul and unclean spirit away that would interfere, Lord, with this message. And have it your way, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, we got down to chapter 9. And uh, we're moving right along in the book of Daniel. Chapter 9 contains Daniel's 70th week. And we're going to get there, and we're going to show you how you figure all that out and how you figure weeks into years and and how does it does a week equal a year and
1: we'll we'll get
4: there. I'm going to show you from the scriptures, I'm not going to take you in any historical books <laughs> amen, but uh let's just get a start on uh, chapter nine verse one says, and this is about five thirty nine b c uh, in the first year of Darius, the son of Assururus of the seed of the Medes which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans. In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the numbers of the years, whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. Now, you know, uh, here is uh, one of the greatest prayers in the Bible. It has, it's great in content, it's great in method, uh, because, you know, the method is is which Daniel prays. It contains confession. It contains supplication. This is going to uh, contain intercession, and it, it's great because it's it's going to move heaven and receive a, an immediate prayer. You see, and we're going to see because God dispatches somebody in verses twenty two and twenty three to help Daniel understand this, and so let's get on the. Uh, chapter uh, 9 verse 1 Darius remember back there In Daniel five thirty one, Cyrus actually conquered King Cyrus conquered Babylon And then he installs His uncle Darius Or some people say Darius Darius who was The king of the media As the ruler of, over Babylon And he ruled over Babylon For about two years And this says in the first year Of Darius The kingdom is no longer the Babylonian kingdom. It's now the Media-Persia kingdom. And Darius, the son of Ahasuerus. Ahasuerus is a title. It's more than just a name, like Pharaoh, okay? Ahasuerus means the mighty one. And uh, in Esther, the book of Esther, chapter one, verse one, you learn from secular history that Exerces, Exerces, that's who... Uh, Assurus was And the person referred to In Daniel 9-1 As Assurus is actually Astyages Of the seeds of the Medes He was the Median king Cyrus being the Persian king And scripture said Which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans And the Chaldeans remember They're a people who inhabited A providence of Babylon And uh in verse number 2 you see Daniel says he came to understand that Jerusalem would experience 70 years of Babylonian captivity you see it didn't it didn't just happen it was prophesied and and the prophet that came to bring that to them one of them was Jeremiah Jeremiah and so he ultimately understands Daniel and he understood it by the writings of the book of Jeremiah and books of scripture you see and that's how you learn and i learn we learn by the help of the holy spirit and prayer as some things that daniel had looked at you know daniel had read the bible he knew the mosaic and the prophetical writings of jeremiah he understood how they'd be punished and carried off into captivity particularly understood really from jeremiah that's what he says and the captivity would uh you know last approximately uh, a period of, and it did, 70 years. And that captivity, which we studied in the past here in the book of Daniel as we were progressing through it, it began in 606, 606 B.C. Now, now I I know that I, I've noticed lately a lot of books and things are, are supplementing the B.C. with C.E., common error. Listen, there's nothing common error. It's B.C., okay, before Christ, all right, and and that, that the captivity ends in 536 BC, so from, uh, so let's look at that again now, in 606 BC, Nebuchadnezzar makes the first deport, deportation of the Jews from Jerusalem, which we read in Daniel chapter 1, verses 1 to 6, and that's when the captivity begins, all right, and uh, In 606, you go just to 536 B.C., you see? And and that's just the second, that's when they're carried away. That's when the 70 years ends. And Daniel realizes two years before it comes to, to pass that the year is actually in 538 B.C., you see? 70 years from 606 B.C., that the captivity ends in 536 B.C. So Daniel was... You know, he was taken, he was, it, 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 from the book, what I gather, he was taken about 16 years of age in 606 B.C. So if now, uh, with 68 years have passed, Daniel, the prophet, when he writes chapter 9 here, when he has this vision, when when he has his prayers to the Lord, he's 84 years old. And Darius reigns two years. And then Cyrus reigns. And uh, you can find... Uh, if you'd go over to the book of Ezra with me in the Old Testament, Ezra. And I'm sure you'll know where to find it. You know, Ezra, and you wanna you wanna kinda look at uh let me see. And get there myself. You go on Ezra and you're going to look at verses one. You look at chapter one, verses one to four, because that's they're talking there about five thirty six B C. Okay, and uh, you know you you have to understand now a great amount of time has has expired, and uh, Daniel has uh, uh, grown. He's aged. He's become an aged man. And so, um, hold on one second for me. Just, just hold on one second. I wanna, I wanna change uh, books here, and I want to uh, get a better Bible that I can read a little bit better than the one that's sitting before me. If you just give me a moment, okay? Uh, and now we get over in Ezra chapter four. Uh, Chapter 1. Thank you for bearing with me. And look at verses 1 to 4. Scripture says, Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout all the kingdom and put it also in writing. Thus saith Cyrus, king of Persia, The Lord God of heaven has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, And he has charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah, who is there among you of all his people, his God be with him and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah and build the house of the Lord. Amen. The Lord God of Israel. He is the God. That's what it says which is in Jerusalem, and whosoever remaineth in any place where he sojourneth, let the men of his place help him with silver, and with gold, and with goods, and with beasts, beside the free will offerings for the house of God that is in Jerusalem, okay? And so that's about 536 BC is when Cyrus cuts them loose, and we see that from Ezra. In uh, Daniel chapter 9, verse number 3, scripture says, Daniel speaking, he says, And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplications with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. Okay. And so he set his face unto the Lord to seek by prayer and supplication. You now, a wonderful thing about Daniel, uh, he was a man of prayer. And he turned towards Jerusalem And he, and you know Where does that come from Well you know Daniel chapter 6 First look there with me Verse number 10 Says now when Daniel knew That the writing was signed He went into his house remember this And uh, his window being open In chamber toward Jerusalem See he's kneeling down Towards Jerusalem and you say Well, well why why couldn't he just pray anywhere You see well, because Daniel knows the Bible, he understands the books. Remember, we're not in the New Testament. Uh, he understands the Old Testament books, and when you get to Second Chronicles chapter six, verses thirty-six to thirty-nine, it says, uh, and, and they're talking about the dedication, you know, uh, of, of the temple and 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 those things, and Solomon blesses the people and all that in chapter 6. But listen to what he says in verses 36 to 39. He says, And if they sin against thee, for there is no man which sinneth not, and thou be angry with them and deliver them over before their enemies, and they carry them away captive unto a land afar off or near, yet if they bethink themselves in the land whither they are carried captive, and turn and pray unto thee in the land of their captivity saying we have sinned we have done a, a miss and we have done wickedly you see and and so uh that's that's what happened they got they got taken by their enemies because of their sin god allowed their enemies to take them they went to babylon for 70 years they were they held captive and uh, after 70 years they get let loose but daniel knew he had read the book of chronicles and he knew. And so he's praying towards there, towards the temple, towards Jerusalem. Now verse number 4 in Daniel chapter 9 says, "And I prayed unto the Lord my God, and made my confession, and said, O Lord, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments." Amen. You know, and by the way, he says, "My God, my confession." This is personal. Daniel's speaking personal. He has a personal relationship with God. And every Christian ought to have a personal relationship with God. Okay? And, and so Daniel, you know, there's an agreement between God and man. And there, that's a covenant. And he said in verse 4, keeping the covenant. You see, there are eight covenants in the Bible. And some of these covenants are conditional. Some are unconditional. And Daniel's making reference to the seventh covenant, which, which is the Palestinian covenant. It's a conditional covenant between God and the nation of Israel. And if the nation of Israel obeys God, they stay on the land. And if they disobey, well, they get kicked out. If they repent, they get to return to the land. You see, Deuteronomy 30 is where you're going to find the Palestinian covenant in verses 1 to 10. And so Daniel realizes that, and, and he says that at the end, and to, at that verse, and to them that keep his, his commandments. He's talking about being obedient to God. In verse number five, Daniel chapter nine, we have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled United States of America, even by departing from thy precepts and from thy judgments. We have sinned. Remember, we read that. If they sinned and they repented. Daniel didn't say, our, my ancestors have sinned. He said, we, we have sinned. He says that, and, and then in Daniel 8, he says, O Lord, in Daniel 9, verse 8, he says, O Lord, to us belong this confusion of face, to our kings, to our princes, and to our fathers, because we have sinned against thee. Down in verse 11, he says, Yea, all Israel have transgressed thy law, even by departing, that they might not obey thy voice. Therefore the curse is poured upon us, and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because we have sinned against thee. Okay? And, and so we, he saying, now he says, you know, Daniel is the beloved of God. And we're going to we're going to get to that you see that in verse 23 uh here it says uh, you know he he's uh uh back in uh well we'll get there so anyway uh, the the further a person gets from god the better he thinks he is you see Because he, here here's daniel getting close to god saying we sin we've sinned Amen. We've sinned. You you get away from God, and and you think that you're better off because you don't you know you don't have to answer. You're not going to answer to God. You you're just going to go about living your life and living your sin and think God has no part of any of this stuff. You just you know turn the key and we're free to run. Okay. <laughs> Whoa. Where does that come? Verse number six, Daniel chapter nine. Neither have we hearkened unto thy servants the prophets. Which spake in thy name to our kings, our princes, and our fathers, and to all the people of the land. See, he, what Daniel's really saying is, look, we're in the condition we're in because we've sinned, and you sent prophets, and nobody would listen. Jehoiakim, you know, when Daniel was taken captive, the the uh, Jehoiakim, the, then 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 Zedekiah. And then Jeremiah was there during, and all of them, and yet none listened. Somebody sent me a cute little thing today, and I kind of kicked it around with some of the brethren uh, about Noah's Ark. And and it was it was pretty pretty interesting, you know how Noah. uh, They said they said they said Noah was a crazy conspiracy.
0: Theorist.
4: It's gonna rain. It's gonna rain. It had never rained. Remember, the earth had missed it. And they said Noah was a crazy conspiracy theorist. Then the rain came and the fact checkers drowned. Amen. <laughs> I thought that was pretty ingenious huh, for our time. And and so he sent many, many people, many, many people would not hear. And today in America the prophets of God, men who are bringing forth the gospel message from pulpits, from street corners, on the radio, on the television, and the people will not hear. We're we're in pretty dangerous ground here if we're looking at what God did to Israel, okay? Verse number seven of Daniel chapter nine says, O Lord, Righteousness belongeth unto thee But unto us Confusion of faces As at this day To the men of Judah And to the inhabitants of Jerusalem And unto all Israel That are near And that are afar off Though all the countries Whither thou hast driven them Because of their trespass That they have trespassed Against thee How about that so he says, you know, confusion of face, right? What is confusion of face? Verse 8 says, O oh Lord, to us belongeth confusion of face to our kings and to our princes and to our fathers because we have sinned against thee. Confusion of face. Same thing he said in verse 7. It means shame. It means, and when you do wrong, shame and guilt shows up on your face. Look at uh, Ezra. Go back to Ezra, if you would, for a moment. Look at Ezra chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. Ezra chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. And said, O my God, I am ashamed and blushed to lift up my face to thee, my God, for our iniquities are increased over our head, and our trespasses grown up unto the heavens. Since the days of our fathers have we bitten great trespass on to this day, and for our iniquities have we, our kings and our priests, been delivered into the hand of the kings of the lands, to the sword, the captivity, and to the spoil, and to confusion of face, as it is this day. And that confusion of face, you see, it, it, it shows up on your face, that guilt, that shame when somebody's caught, or when you do something wrong, and even when you're not caught, and you know you did. All right, and you know Ezra, they came out of Persia. That's what we're reading in Ezra nine six and seven. That they, they came out of Persian captivity, and and they had to you know teach the law to Israel again. You know, and, and Ezra's prayer that we just read it sounds almost like Daniel's prayer, and Ezra's saying really the same thing Daniel said. I, 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 Lord, you know. Blushing over it. Verse number 9 Chapter 9-9 To the Lord our God Belongeth mercies And forgiveness Though we have rebelled Against him You know verse 7 said Righteousness belongeth unto thee You know only God Has done right He is righteous He cannot be blamed For what he has done If God did it It is Right Man is not righteous. That's the problem. Man is not righteous. And we keep trying to put anthropomorphisms. That means the characteristics, the qualities of man uh, of, to God. God gives us his characteristics. We don't give God characteristics and qualities. Those things are given to us. Romans chapter 3, verse 10 says, As it is written, there is none righteous, no, all our righteousness is as filthy rags. And to, then Daniel says, to the Lord our God belong mercies and forgiveness. You know why? Because only God can pardon sin. Only God. That's, don't you remember the Pharisees and them getting into it with Jesus? He forgives sins. Who's this one? You know? They don't realize Jesus is God manifest in the flesh. Chapter 9, verse number 10 of Daniel. Neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws, which he set before us by his servants, the prophets. You see, neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God. He, you know, you were just in Ezra. You, you just jump back a book and you hit, or go ahead a book and you hit Nehemiah chapter 9. Listen to this. Nehemiah nine thirty to 33. says, Yet, many years didst thou forbear them, and testified against them by the spirit in thy prophets, yet would they not give ear, therefore gavest thou them into the hand of the people of the lands. Nevertheless, for thy great mercy's sake, thou didst not utterly consume them, nor forsake them, for thou art a God for thou art a gracious and merciful God. Now, therefore, our God, the great, the mighty, the terrible God. Who keep his covenant and mercy, let not all the trouble seem little before thee that has come upon us, on our kings and on our princes, and on our priests, and on our prophets, and on our fathers, and on all the people, since the time of the kings of the Assyria came on to this day. And then finally he ends in, you know, you get to verse thirty three, he says, Howbeit thou art just in all that is brought upon us, for thou hast done right, what we have done wickedly. And so Daniel says in verse 10 of chapter 9, neither have we obeyed the voice of the Lord our God to walk in his laws, which he set before us by his servants, the prophets. Only only God is good. Verse number 11, Daniel chapter nine eleven. Yea, all Israel have transgressed thy law, even thy, by departing, that they might not obey thy voice. Therefore the curses poured upon us and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because we have sinned against thee. Well, there it is. You know, nation, hey, hey, listen, God chose Israel. The United States of America, we chose God. And then we turned our back on. Them. Israel was chosen by God, and they turned their back on them. How much more are we have to receive judgment for that from a just God who we, who, who we as a nation have turned our back against? And when I say we as a nation, I'm talking collectively, not individually. There are many sound doctrine preachers and, and Christian men and women and boy and girls still in the world, still in the United States, but it's far and few. See all Israel has transgressed Thy law remember what I'm reading you Is Daniel and he's having a personal Prayer with God And it Should be an example for you And I That when we pray We don't pray To some God who's A million miles away in space Somewhere We come boldly before The throne of God Because We are the body of Christ, and Jesus is the head. Where is the head? The head's in heaven. Part of the body. This idea that you're praying to some far-off distant place, you know, get rid of that idea. Come boldly to the throne of God. Knock on the door. Lord, all Israel's transgressed thy law, he said in verse 11. All Israel's guilty. Therefore, the curse is poured upon us, and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, that was written about 1,451 B.C., and now, remember, it's about 536 to 538 B.C. How about that? It was written a long time ago, and it came to pass. It took a long time. But it came to pass. You see, 606 BC, the 1451, it was 845 years before God finally, you know, sent him up to Babylon. God's long-suffering. He give a He'll give a, a Christian a chance to get right, to get right, to get right, to get right. To get right and then finally he'll pull That chain and that's it And no Reconciling that Judgment Now Daniel's Talking about the oath that was Written therefore the curse is Poured upon us well what's the curse That they got well well, Daniel knows the bible And if you knew the bible you Know it too and if you go to Daniel if you go to Deuteronomy I've got a few places in Deuteronomy. Let me show you some of the curses. You see, uh, this was a conditional covenant. If they did what was right, they stayed on the land. And if they did that, it was wrong, they got off the land. This has nothing to do with you and I as far as land and covenants. It's the land of Israel. It's Old Testament. But this is the covenant between Israel and God. In Deuteronomy 20, and listen, The covenant stands today as it always stood. And when the tribulation comes and the Jews are back under the law, these curses again will stand. Now, Deuteronomy 27, 9 through 26, that's where the curses of the people, you know, uh, these are curses that, you know, the people put on themselves. But if you look at 28, Fifteen, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but because it's we're talking about, you know, a few verses here, and and time doesn't permit us to. So if you have a pencil and paper, you you could write down Deuteronomy 27, nine through 26, chapter 28, fifteen to 68, chapter 29, 19 to 29, chapter 30. Seventeen to nineteen, in chapter thirty-one, seventeen to eighteen. You see, uh, there they were cursings and there were blessings. And if you did what was wrong, you got cursed. You know, chapter thirty of Deuteronomy, verses, uh, you know, th- seventeen says, "And it shall come to pass when all these things are come upon thee, the blessings and the curse." which I have set before thee and thou shalt call them to mind among all the nations whither the Lord God has driven thee and shalt return unto the Lord thy God and shalt obey his voice according to all that I command thee. Okay, so, but there were curses and one of the curses was, hey, look, you you turn your back on me, you, you, you disobey me, you don't get to stay on the land. But if you repent, Not individually, but as a nation. But listen, Daniel's praying individually, but he's praying for a nation. Verse number 12 of chapter 9. And he has confirmed his words, which he spake against us and against our judges that judged us by bringing upon us a great evil. For under the whole heaven has not been done as has been done upon Jerusalem. Hey, God confirmed his words. It's a complete fulfillment of God, what God said he would do back in 1451, okay, B.C., by Moses. And here is Daniel in 538 B.C. It's 913 years since God gave the law to Moses. And God's always going to do what he said. He's always going to do it, even if it takes 1,000 years. 2,000 years. Where's the rapture? Where's the rapture? Where's the rapture? It's been going forever, forever. We've heard this. by. listen, God said he'd do it. It was 400 years between Malachi and the book of Matthew until the birth of Christ. 400 years of silence. God spoke nothing, no word to anybody. 400 years. God's in no rush. One day is with the Lord is a thousand years. A thousand years is one day. To Peter
5: 3.8. Got it? it's going to rush God.
4: His plan is perfect. God's going to confirm his words. Isaiah 44.26 tells you that. You know? The problem we have is not reading our bible the problem we have is believing our bible am i right or am i wrong obviously people don't believe it because if they believed it they'd obey it pretty simple stuff right so what's the problem, folks? I can't understand it. Anyway, look with me, wish you would, please, Isaiah 44, verse 26. You know, Isaiah is a mini Bible. You, you get to the 40th chapter of Isaiah, you find John the Baptist. You get to the 40th chapter of the books of the Bible, the 40th book, and you find John the Baptist. Okay, you get to the 66th book, you're at the, you know, millennium end time. You get the 66th book, uh, uh, you're finding Revelation, the end time. You get the 66th chapter of Isaiah, and you're at, you know, uh, the end time. But over here in in Isaiah 44, verse 26, see, God confirms his word. And, And if he said it, he will do it. 44, 26. That, confirm, that confirmeth the word of his servant and performeth the counsel of his messengers. That saith to Jerusalem, Thou shalt be inhabited, and to the cities of Judah ye shall be built, and I will raise up the decayed places again. Now listen, look at verse 27, 28. That said to the deep, Be dry, and I will dry up the rivers. That saith of Cyrus, He is my shepherd and shall perform all my pleasure, even saying to Jerusalem, Thou shalt be built, and to the temple thy foundation shall be laid. Listen, that, that that's about 700 years before Cyrus was even born. It was prophesied that Cyrus was going to release them from Babylon. No, No man could have written that. You know what? Jesus Christ is a confirmation of what God promised. God promised a Messiah. He confirms it, how? In Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Chapter 9, verse number 13. We're getting there. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this evil has come upon us. Yet made we not our prayer before the Lord our God, that we might turn from our iniquities and understand thy truth. Prayer. Prayer will help a person get right, that we may turn from our iniquities, he said. Amen. It'll help a man understand the scripture. Thy word is true. Psalm 117 or Psalm 119, 18. Let me go over there for you real quick. Psalm one hundred and nineteen and, and verse eighteen. Listen to what it says. Psalm one nineteen eighteen says Open thou mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. Verse number twenty seven. Me to understand the way of thy precepts, so shall I take talk of thy wondrous works? Verse seventy three. Thy hands have made me and fashioned me. Give me understanding that I may learn thy commandments. Prayer. Prayer to help a person get right. Prayer will help you understand the truth. Prayer. Okay. Oh, pastor, you know, you, you, you in the Old Testament. Luke, let me just read something out of Luke 24, 45. Then opened he their understanding. Understand the scriptures If you're going to understand the scriptures It requires The Holy Spirit of God And if you're an unsaved man This book is just going to be a novel to you Oh you'll find some wisdom in here And some things but you'll never Ever get the deep Understanding of the scriptures Because deep calls to deep And I get tired of hearing Dumb Christians Dumb Christians say Well I'm saved What more? Why do I need to know that stuff Because you need to know that stuff Because if you don't Because that's why you're falling into sin all the time Because you don't know that stuff That's why Okay Fellini God said you to study Through thyself approved unto God A workman that needeth Not be ashamed Rightly dividing the word of God Study the shrew he said you study the Word, and the more you study the word, the more God reveals himself to you. When you seek Him with all your heart and all your mind, you get in that word and you pray and God it show me what I do not know." And God will open the scriptures to you and deep your spirits deep in you, and it will call to deep call it to deep the deep things of God. you see? God has to do it for you. you. You you can study Greek and Hebrew all you want, but that doesn't open the scriptures. God has to open the scriptures to you. And if you're sitting under a man, forbid a woman, teaching men, but if you're sitting under a, a man and, and, and he can't open the scriptures for you and you're not getting revelation and spiritual insight, then maybe he wasn't sent and he went. How about that? How about how about quit playing with God tonight? Let's let's make a decision tonight, okay? You you're in those churches. You know those churches ain't right. Get out of it. Why don't you walk away from it? All right? You can bring it to the pastor and say, you know, Pastor, I I don't believe that we sprinkle babies. The, the method is baptized in, in submersion. Well, we don't do it that way here. That's not the doctrine of the church. See you later, because the doctrine of your church is not the doctrine of the Bible, and I will not partake in heresy because it became, it is heresy. I met a lady today who uh, has a prominent position within a church and confessed to me that she's not a member of the church. And when I started talking about what we were studying, Daniel, how we we're coming up to Daniel's 70th week in chapter 9, and I talked about the abomination and desolation and all those things, she, she had a blank stare in her face. But I've never really studied the scriptures. I said, well, that's why you go to Bible study. All right? Verse number 15. Well, 14. Scripture says, in Daniel 9:14 therefore has the Lord watched upon the evil and brought it upon us for the Lord of God is righteous all his works which he doeth for we obeyed not his voice hey God said, look I ought to make you all Israel a promise you do what I've asked you to do follow the commandments which are righteous holy and just, and you'll be fine You'll enjoy the peace of the land. Your enemies will be friends with you, and and you'll have peace. And you'll have a fruitful land, flowing with milk and honey. Obey me. And all Israel said, we'll do it. And then they disobeyed him. They started chasing Baal. They got into paganism. Dan was the first tribe to apostatize. And so God, well, what happened? Their enemies came up, and God sat back and said, well, let them have them. Okay? They broke the covenant. Therefore, as the Lord watched upon the evil, see, God is watching as his word and his will is being carried out. Now, if you're talking to a deist, you know, deist believers, they believe God set all things in motion, and then he sat back and just let it do its own thing, you see. But the Bible teaches that God has his hand on what's going on in this world. Okay, you, you go to Jeremiah. Let, let's clarify that right now for all, all the people out there who think that God have no part in their daily lives, that he just wound this thing up. See? It's biblical. I'm going to give it to you. Jeremiah 31, verse 28. And it shall come to pass that like as I have watched over them to pluck up and to break down and to throw down. And to destroy and to afflict. So watch I over them. To build and to plant. saith the Lord. Go to Jeremiah 44. Jeremiah 44. Verse 27. Behold. I will watch over them for evil. And not for good. And all the men of Judah. That are in the land of Egypt shall be consumed by the sword and by the famine
6: until there be
4: an end of them. Yet a small number of that shall escape the sword. You see? God God didn't just wind it up. The eyes of the Lord, the Bible says, run to and fro in the earth, beholding the good and the evil. I have a sermon I preach. Have I fooled you, Lord? Have I fooled you, Lord? God that made the eye. He can't see what you're doing. God that made your brain, you don't know what you're thinking? God that made the ear, you don't know what you're hearing? Oh no, he's just up there. He's not, you know, and that's what a deist believes. But Scripture tells you, for the Lord our God is righteous and in all his works which he doeth. And if God let it happen, then you know what? We deserve it. That's really what Daniel's saying. There's never a problem with God The problem is man And I may not like it And I may not understand it sometimes Things going on That God is allowing to happen in my life But I'll tell you what God's righteous And whatever he's doing It's right Verse number 15 915 And now, O Lord our God, Daniel's still praying. And now, O Lord our God, thou hast brought thy people forth out of the land of Egypt with a mighty hand and has gotten thee renown as at the day. We have sinned. We have done wickedly. So he's appealing. He's appealing. You know, his appeal is just like you brought Israel out of Egypt's captivity. So bring us out of Babylon, Lord. Bring us back to our land. In the tribulation They're going to get driven out of that land of Israel But you know what's going to happen They're going to be brought back into that land The millennium reign Of Jesus Christ Verse 16 O Lord According to all thy righteousness I beseech thee Let thine anger and thy fury Be turned away from thy city Jerusalem The holy mountain Because for our sins and for our iniquities of our fathers, Jerusalem and thy people are become a reproach to all that are about us. You see? And and cause thy face to shine upon thy sanctuary. You know, the sanctuary is, it was destroyed in 586 B.C. by Nebuchadnezzar. Cause thy face to shine to us, Lord. The illusion is, you know, to shine like the sun, the brightness. The, the whole statement's looking towards the millennium, if you think about it. And the sanctuary is destroyed, really. It's going to be destroyed in the tribulation again. And they're going to be driven out and pray, cause thy face to shine upon thy sanctuary. And he does in the millennium. And this all really looks ahead to the millennium as you read it. Malachi 4.2 talks about the Son of Righteousness arising. Go to Malachi. You're talking about in chapter 4 of Malachi, verse number 1, he's talking about the second advent of Christ. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. Now look at verse 2. But unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness, see it, S-U-N, the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings, and ye shall go forth and grow up as calves of the Why? Why did he use that? S-U-N, son, instead of S-O-N, son. Because prophetically, To have the understanding of the use Of the temple and the tabernacle You see You went entered it from The tabernacle from the east And the sun Rises from the east And when the Lord comes back He's going to hit Mount Sinai He's going to come up the king's highway On the right side of the Jordan If you were facing it And he's going to go all the way up And he's going to come in and across The Jordan and then what's going to happen? He's going to get into Jerusalem. He's going to step on, that, on the Mount of Olives. You know what happens when he gets to the Mount of Olives. It splits in half. If you don't, you need to keep reading your Bible. All right? And, that's, and, and so this shine on us, God. All right, look at verse 18 of Daniel 9. Oh, my God, incline thine ear and hear. Open thine eyes and behold our desolations. And the city which is called by thy name occasions before thee for our righteousness, but for thy great mercies. Thy holy mountain. You know, verse Mount Zion is a hill. It's a high place. Mount Zion is the hill in the city of Jerusalem wherein David originally brought in the ark. And he put it on Mount Zion. And later... Solomon builds the temple on Mount Moriah. But originally, the ark was in a tabernacle on Mount Zion. And when the ark gets moved to the temple, the name Mount Zion gets extended to include the temple. And so Zion is the name Jerusalem. You say prove it. All right. Isaiah. Twenty four twenty three, Isaiah twenty four twenty three. Scripture says, "Then the moon shall sh- then the moon shall be c- confounded, and the sun ashamed. When the Lord of hosts shall reign in My- Mount Zion and in Jerusalem, and before His ancient, glories. Not that much. Joel chapter three verse seventeen. Joel three seventeen. Joel 3.17 says, So shall ye know that I am the Lord your God dwelling in Zion, my holy mountain. Then shall Jerusalem be holy, and there shall no strangers pass through her anymore. And Micah, Micah says in 4.7, And I will make her that hope is a remnant, and her that was cast far off a strong nation, and the Lord shall reign over them in Mount Zion, from henceforth, even
1: forever. (laughs) Okay?
4: If, If you know your Bible, these verses bring you. You have to know the book. You have to read the book. And then you'll see by studying verse by verse, scripture by scripture, and comparing scripture with scripture. If you just take the word Zion and get a concordance, And find out where the first time it's used And how it's used all the way through the Bible Just a a word study alone will help you understand things Verse 21 of Daniel 9 I'm trying to work us up to um, You know Daniel's 70th week prophecy Which is in chapter 9 And it starts in verse 24 and then then you're going to need to bring a pencil and a piece of paper because I'm going to give you the facts and the numbers. And then you're going to take those numbers and your facts and you're going to run from Daniel and you're going to head up to Re- the book of Revelation, chapter 11. And we're going to do a little comparison. You're going to realize that Daniel and the book of Revelation, that's why people say Daniel is Revelation hidden and Revelation is Daniel revealed. And then if you understand Daniel and Revelation, you're going to get a grip on Matthew like you never had before. But I'm, I'm going to break it down to times, numbers, figures for you, days. All right? Verse 21. Let's keep moving on. Let's keep moving on. 921. Yay. While I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, fly swiftly, touched me about the time of the evening oblation. Now, this is the second time that Daniel shows up in the scriptures. Remember in in chapter 8, verses 15 and 16, Daniel showed up and it came to pass when I, even I, Daniel, had seen the vision and sought for the meaning. Then behold, uh, there stood before me as the appearance of a man, And I heard a man's voice between the banks of the Uleah, Uleah, which called and said, Gabriel, make this man understand the vision. So this is the second time that Gabriel. So, you know, who announces Jesus' birth? Oh, you see, and we're talking thousands of years going by. Hundreds of years going by and these angels are still alive. Same angels. And by the way, he didn't say he had any wings. Verse 21, yea, while I was speaking in prayer, even the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, touched me. He didn't say he had saw me, He said he appeared as a man. Angels in the Bible don't have wings. The world has Superman, all right? What do you think that is? Touch me about the time of the evening oblation, the sacrifice. Remember, Daniel's in Persia, and the sacrifice is supposed to take place in Jerusalem, and there's not been a sacrifice in Jerusalem in over 50 years. It's 538 B.C., and the temple was destroyed in 586. The evening sacrifice was offered about 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Verse 22, I've got to get to verse 23, and we've got to stop because that's when we're going to pick up Daniel's 70th week this Friday night. And so get your pencils ready, put your helmets on, get your seat belts together, lock yourself in. Verse 22 says, and he informed me and talked with me and said, oh, Daniel, I am now come forth to give thee skill and understanding. D- Daniel needs help to understand. He needed Uh, Skill to understand And you and I need help And skill to understand the word of God Verse 23 At the beginning of thy supplication The commandment came forth And I am come to shew thee For thou art greatly beloved Therefore understand the matter And consider the vision At the beginning of the supplication Remember the beginning It's in Daniel 9 3 He said he was praying and fasting and, and so uh, uh, it, it was his, it, you know, it's not only his only prayer, but he was fasting. We don't have his whole prayers, all of his prayers. And by the way, he didn't get an answer immediately. In chapter 10, you're going to find out it takes three weeks to get an answer to a prayer. But he says, for thou art greatly beloved, three times in the book of Daniel. Daniel is told he's greatly beloved of God. Daniel 9.23, Daniel 10.11, and Daniel 3.19. We're going to have to stop there, and then we're going to get into that 470 weeks this Friday. Daniel's 70th week. Remember, Jesus said, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken by Daniel the prophet, boy, head for the hills. All right? Let's pray, have a prayer. Thank you for joining me this evening. God bless you. Uh, Pray for Brother Joseph Gibson uh, uh, in his personal matters and uh, that uh, uh, God would uh, uh, surround him and and take care of him and for allowing us to use this platform to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, giving us an hour to do this, and, and we're grateful for it. And uh, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for all we heard tonight. Help it to resonate in our hearts, Lord. We blasted through 22 verses, Lord, tonight. And God, I know I've gone quick in this, but I'm in such a rush to get to Daniel's 70th week, Lord. You put it on my heart. Bless this, thy people, until we come together again. Comfort their hearts, knowing that it won't be long now, Lord, and you'll be here. Thank you, Father. Good night, folks. In Jesus' name, we pray this. Amen. Good night, folks. God bless you.
3: And by the way... All right, everybody. All right, I think you can uh, hear me, everybody. Uh, hang on a second here. I'm gearing up the line here. Okay, yeah. Um give an update to everybody about my situation. Many of the people, my followers, are on the line listening. I don't know how long Peter's followers are going to remain. Usually, they pretty much are out of here fast, so... Um, Peter, can you hear me? Yes, I don't know if anybody can hear me. Oh, okay. I was just making sure, because I didn't know if the line got disconnected or not. So, because I can't see the studio screen, because I got, oh, there it is. Okay. Well, call board's pretty full, so it's pretty good tonight. We have a full call board. Very good. Um, yeah, um, thanks, Robert. Um, pretty sure, uh, pretty sure this is the right call board. (laughs) Okay, there I am. Yeah, okay. Here we are. All right. (laughs) I don't know, boy. Lots, lots going on. My mind is spinning. Uh, so I survive another day here. And, uh, well, just to give you an update, the lawyer didn't show up for court today. (laughs) He didn't show up at all. So, uh, neither did I, by the way. So, uh, you know, I mean, so it's a good thing I didn't go because I wouldn't have had a lawyer there and they'd done that to me before. They did that to me before. My lawyer did not, and they made me go stand there and, uh, they heard the charges. I went to that, a trial, actually. Without my lawyer. Without a lawyer. They said, go find one in the hallway. That's what they told me. Yeah. So, uh, and I arrested the court and arrested the, all the judges that were sitting at the, and on the uh, benches at the time. I filed a uh, writ of Mandamus. And, uh, they had to pull in another, they pulled in another judge from another county. To make sure that my case would not go on any further. They did this. this that's, that's the past I have with this courthouse. So this is how corrupt they are and how they, how things, how they do things, by the way, folks. So uh, they're, they're – uh, but, but the thing of it is that really irritates me is that is the people in my community and people anywhere, for that matter. This should anger everyone. I mean, just look what they're doing to Donald Trump. I mean, that's getting national attention. They've been doing it to people like me forever. They've been doing it to people like me and you forever, you know, stomping on us, stepping on us, and and walking all over us, our due process rights, our liberties. I mean, and and this should anger everybody. It should anger you. Now, I'm not telling you to go out and, and commit any violence or do anything like that. But you have the law. You we're all God God's people here. We're we're preaching the gospel. Well, what's the gospel say on this? I mean, uh, what did the founders say? You know, evil flourishes when good men do nothing. I mean, how can we stand by idly by as Christians and not be out there? We have a First Amendment, right? Why are we not protesting? What? How much? How much activism are Christians doing out there today? How much activism? I'm not talking about going out and handing out tracts for a couple hours on a Saturday afternoon, okay? That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about getting together with the Christian soldiers and putting the full armor of God on and going out there and standing up to this LGBTQ, not allowing this evil in our communities, this perversion, these cross-dressers marching up and down What? One man out there protesting it, uh, holding up a Bible, preaching against it, and he gets arrested. He gets arrested. Imagine a BLM guy getting arrested. What would have happened? The cops would have got surrounded. They wouldn't have allowed that. That goes to show you, who's got the more fight? Who's winning? Satan's winning. The devil's winning. Evil's winning. That's right. They're winning. You should be ashamed of yourself, Christian. Yes, what? You should be ashamed of yourself. For allowing something like that to happen. A man preaching against the LBGQ. I don't even like saying. I'm just going to say the weirdo crew. The weirdo people. Because uh, I'm not even going to say those in the alphabet soup letters. Ridiculous. I'm not going to give them their uh, that, their dignity. I'm not going to allow that name. I'm not going to call a man a girl a girl a man. When a man's a man and a girl's a girl. No. I'm not going to do that. You're born a boy, you're a boy. That's it. You're a girl, you're a girl, period. It's not what how you feel today. I have to identify you as that. No. No. But why should a man who's standing out there with a Bible preaching against this stuff be arrested and the Christian community don't come to his rescue? That is sick. That is sad. That is sad. And then you wanna (laughs) sit here and talk about God bless America?
4: (laughs) I think think,
3: Go ahead, Peter.
4: I think I think uh Christian Law Association stepped up and t- uh, helped him. I could well, be wrong. I don't know. Sure I don't know. Christians don't know that they have legal representation in these Christian matters. You know, uh, there's the Christian Law Association with uh, uh, Doctor uh, Gibbs, and uh, he's a Christian man, and and all of his attorneys are Christian men and women, and they uh, they they. Represented churches all around this country, and they don't charge them; it's free of charge. So well, how
3: come we don't hear about any of the cases? We don't hear about them. I don't hear about any of them.
4: Well, he puts. You, put you them, know, there, there's he has a bulletin that goes out. You know, to his, you know, to people that subscribe, and you know, uh, but I don't know, Peter. Problems. Hang on,
3: Peter. I don't know. I contact the Christian Law Association. Not to interrupt you, I contact them, and I what I get is a politician letter back in the mail. Sorry, we can't handle well, your case right now. The Christian Law Association only handles this case, but it's case not that case. You know, like, you know, but at least refer to this.
4: You know, that's what I get. They, they, hand, they don't handle – if I say I'm a Christian and I'm in a divorce will you represent me, that's not the type of representation they do. That's not what I'm saying. That's They're talking I'm saying. about the violation of your First Amendment rights.
3: Well, that's what, what i is, have you saying. That's what I. Like, I didn't. A, a major I, issue. I'm not going to get into I what issue it was at this time, but you know.
4: You know, I was at white. I mean, I'm going to
3: contact them about this. I'm going to hang on. I'm going to contact them about this case and see, uh, this issue and see what they have to say. You know, you think they'll well, handle something on on this? I don't think so.
4: Well, yeah, why I'm not? You, I mean, you could ask them, but I don't think so because it's you not know. a First Amendment. As far
3: as uh, First Amendment, issue. not well, 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 yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, but me as being a Christian, I mean, I don't know. If
4: you like, I, you know, when we called them at White Oak, when I was uh, teaching Sunday school at White Oak, and, you know, the Derby police came down and told the uh, the people they'd arrest them for handing out tracts, that we were soliciting and there's no soliciting law. And then, you know, I read the laws and, we, you know, I called... Uh, Christian Law Association, hey, you know, they're stifling our First Amendment rights up here, telling us we can't hand out tracts. And you know, they they wrote a letter and they said, fax it to us before we were going out that day to hand out more tracts. And they said, put this in your pocket, and if any police officer even bothers you, hand them this letter, and in the morning you serve it on the uh, the uh, chief of police and the city council. You know that's the type of thing they do. There's that kind of representation out there. Now there are other, you know, the, uh, some other freedom religious organizations that do things different. I don't know what they represent. But well, clearly, Peter,
3: that, clearly, Peter, we're losing across the country. Clearly, we're losing because, I, <laughs> you know,
4: we're we're the minority.
3: We are the minority. All right, I got some callers here. I got some callers here. I had one guy who had his hand up the entire show. And I, I unmuted him, and he didn't want to say anything. So, I mean, uh, the, I don't know if it was one of your guys or not. It was a four one nine number, you know. I, I don't know, but you know, I, I, he didn't say nothing. I would. I, well, I wanted to scan his call because you were preaching when I when I uh, when it, when I dropped, you know, and I did put him in the green room and I was or who she here she and I said hello hello and they wouldn't talk. So, cause I didn't know who it was, if it was a you know a troll, you know, one
4: didn't realize they were in the a host that? queue. I didn't hear you. I said they might have accidentally uh, hit one and thought they, you know, didn't realize they were in a host queue with their hand up. But All right. Okay. We got 704 here. Go ahead, 704. 704. He's talking, He's talking too quiet. I can't hear him. <laughs> 704, you got your hand up.
3: You're unmuted. Okay. I guess another one I don't want to talk. To. I don't know. but they press one guys. I'm going to unmute your phone because they sound you know, because you know I think you want to say something. You know? So it's Area code 704. Can they hear me? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Can you hear me? I guess not. I'll just leave him unmuted, and if he wants to jump in, let him jump in. All right. Anybody else, 657-383-0616, if you've got something you want to say or add here tonight, there's your chance right here on the line, open, open lines here. Um, for those of you that missed last night's podcast show that I did, I uh, basically gave you a rundown of what's happening to me here, and I predicted this was happening. I spoke to Joe from Mon- Joe Montana here, Joe from Montana there uh, earlier today, and he goes, Joe. He goes, son of a gun, he goes, you know, a couple months ago you said this was going to happen. You foresaw this happening. And I said, yeah, I've been telling everybody it's (laughs) going to happen. I know it's going to happen. I knew what was going to happen. They don't want people like me running for public office. They don't want us. They don't want our voices out there. They don't want to hear Restore the Constitution. They don't want to hear you talking about God. They don't want it. You're, they're not going to have it. You, they, it's a slippery, it's a good old boys club. Even the so-called conservatives, they're really rhinos, they're not going to have it. They got their good old boys club and it's glued together real tight. And you're not going to slip in through those cracks. They will shut you down. But you've got to be tough. You've got to stand up to it. you got to sacrifice. You've got to be willing. You know, look, man, I'm sacrificing here. You know? I mean, look what I'm going through. I've been fired from my job. I mean, I mean I've been I've been uh, you know, I mean I gave up everything to to do this. My business, I gave it all up. You know? Where is everybody in my community especially? You know, you guys will donate to a sex change, but you won't freaking donate to my campaign, you know? Come on. You know, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it, people. You know, you guys get ripped off on, a, on a, 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 a TV show or something. But you know, it's just I just don't understand people. I don't get it. I just don't understand it. And I'm on that next door app, right? And, and and they're all calling me a con man. I'm I'm a con man. I'm not really running for public office. What, you stupid? <laughs> you know, my name's right there on the ballot. I mean, come on. You know, so and oh, I'm sorry, I apologize. You know, there's a lot of scammers out there. I didn't know. No, maybe how about you shut your mouth before you open it? How about that? That means keep it closed for good, because you don't, because you're an idiot. You know, I mean, this is it's, it's just people. That's really one of the problems, Peter, is what we've got out there today. We got everybody saying something, right? But the but bottom line is, everything that they're saying. Is adding up to a whole lot of nothing, you know. And 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 we've got. And they really just need to keep quiet. And then the people out there who are who are in the know, who can speak, who who are who are allow, that are able to communicate the messages, or who are out there sacrificing. You know, get out of our way. Let us do our thing. You know, what I mean, because some of you all are holding us up. Really, the infighting with each other, you know, the arguing about silly little. Asinine, idiotic things that we argue about, like Peter was just talking about with the Christian thing, you know, the Bible, or you, know, you come to you come to the church or whatever, and you know, everyone's got to pick picker and pick and pick and pick, and this guy, well, this guy just you know, knock it off, knock it off. What did you say? One guy, when they come to your church and they said they didn't have fun or something, or they thought they were supposed to have fun. What happened?
4: Uh-huh. They said it was a Baptist church. It's supposed to be a whole lot more exciting.
3: <laughs> maybe you should put a roller coaster in the parking lot. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or maybe a Catholic church have bingo in the basin, basement. Basement. <laughs> you know. I don't know. I don't know. You know what's what's? I just don't understand people. I don't get it. I just don't get it.
4: They want to be entertained. But,
3: uh, yeah. 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 Well, I you know I promised everybody a video last night, but I it just got so late, and I was having problems with my video. I promised everybody if they, whoever wants a video, I'll make sure I have the video with the documentation of everything. I mean, I have a I'll, I can, matter of fact, brother Peter here, Peter, you could verify most of the documents that I was talking about last night. I have right with the, with the docket numbers and w- no. what what my sentence was no. right.
4: No, 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 absolutely. There's no lie in any of that. That's for sure. That's not propaganda. That's not an attempt to. <laughs> Fool somebody, uh, those those uh, minimists. I read them. I saw it. We we listen. We we banged the courts out down there, so sort the of, to the state supreme court at one time, and, and you know it's, it's just a uh, they, these people are a law unto themselves, you know. And and the sad yeah. thing is, as people out there who have the clout and who uh, uh, are teaching law schools and who are civil libertarian attorneys, you yeah. know, I guess you're not going to get Al sharpened What can I tell you about it? <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, yeah. See, no, I know.
4: Like, and some, you know, they'll come to your help if they see they can make some money.
3: Oh yeah. Once it gets on the news, then I'll be getting, I'll, I'll get pounded. Like when I did that interview with uh, Bill O'Neill, uh, last yeah. year. Oh, yeah, they were coming out of the woodwork wanting me to fill out questionnaires. They wanted me to advertise this and that. Oh, yeah. You know, ooh, this guy, yeah, we got him on TV now. Yeah, now we can pick him apart and destroy him, you know? You know, they yeah. wanted to, wanted, you know, a pound of flesh there, you know? The newcomer, newcomer, they had me listed as a newcomer. The newcomer, what do you mean newcomer? I've been fighting this Patriot battle for 30 years, man. What are you talking about newcomer, you know? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, this is something, something else, but Anyway, anyway, the bottom line is this. Oh, man, I get these text messages. Uh, I don't know, yeah. you know, I don't know. But, but anyway, okay, I got, I got, I got, I got, I'm, gonna, I'm supposed to get a guest on here tonight too, Peter. So I wanted you to continue for about three more minutes actually. But what I'll do is for you probably need a break anyway. So everybody wants to hang in there, you can. Give me like three minutes. I'll play something here real quick, about three minutes. And, uh, let's see here. Let's get up the news for the day. How about that? None of my recordings I got because we heard them all before. Let's get to the news, what we got out there for news, the latest in propaganda that's out there. And, uh, I'll be, and I'm going to come back and see if I can line this person up, too, that I wanted to get on here that, uh, has a lot to say, actually. Um, he, but he can only be on for about 10 minutes. So, uh, I'm not going to say his name, who it is. Um, because I'm not sure if I can get him yet, but he did say that he would come on, so, and usually they do when they say that, so, so just bear with me here on that, on that part. Um, but again, I will, I, I'll try to keep everybody updated as much as possible because they can come snatch me up at any time. I mean, I went out campaigning a little bit today, hung out some signs, um, like I said, so they can, but they can snatch me up. And, uh, once they get me in there, there's no, there's no fighting. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to formulate a battle plan here. It's hard to do. Like Peter said, they're a law unto their own around here. Um, a good case for you to look up is a case that I filed a few years ago, Joseph Gibson versus Chris Freeman. Well, that, that's a district court judge, and he's running for the appellate court right now. He's running for the appellate court. So uh, he's part of the good old boys club. What did you say, Peter, about the statue? He said the statue, he, they, they entrust him to... The state legislator trust him to rule or change the statue or something?
4: <laughs> yeah. it, uh, the w- interpret it any way he wanted to, actually. It's pretty much what yeah, he said. Yeah, yeah. I can do yeah. what I want. With it. <laughs> but it says, uh, yeah. the word shall Isn't that means something? man. In, in, in legal uh, uh, language, the word shall in a statute means must. It is mandatory. And he said, no. Uh, 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 the state legislators trust me to interpret it differently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Isn't that something? Isn't that something?
3: Because that's very important. Words have a lot of meaning in law, you know, and, and shall is, 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 you know, it's called statutory construction of, you know, the language and, and shall it's not maybe, you know, when you see a statue says may, then may is what, what's that mean? Peter, when it says may.
4: Oh, that's, They don't have to do it. They can it's discretionary. They have discretion. They can apply it or they don't have to apply it. But when it says shall it means must, and must means it it applies as it's spoken. That's it. If it says
7: Yeah. Yeah. If
4: state must give you three years, then they must. If it says they may, then they don't have to. They could go less. That's the
3: Well, amazing.
4: Okay, I have something here Father. Oh, go ahead. Now they're trying to change the interpretation of the word shall.
1: That's how far they're going with it.
4: Yeah, yeah. To say, and if I would have won that, and if I would have won that, right, if
3: I would have won that case, that would have caught the, uh, 100 counties in North Carolina would have had to change a lot of convictions in this state.
4: Yeah, they'd have had to call, recall all those guys that they put away wrongfully, and they know they did.
3: Yep, yep, yeah. So that could be another reason why they're coming after me too. Make sure I don't reopen that situation. So, but uh, let me check, Let me do this here. Uh, get this going here. And uh, this is about abortion. The global. This is the new world order's global abortion program. Should be.
5: in England. The Royal Commission on Population, and then Kissinger's Memorandum 200, <laughs> CIA Department. Background noise. Seventy-three. They know that globalist policies actually keep the third world de industrialized where they can never be industrialized. And that, that actually looming of population. But they said they want to do that to hold them down industrially so they can be controlled by the New World Order and their resources, and that they will then come in with soft kill weapons, sterilization, abortion, forced abortion to reduce the third world response to being in starving squalor, and we'll have some of the abortion survivors on. There's thousands. Because pro-lifers know what's going on, and they lurk around, that's what the media says, they lurk around late-term abortion facilities that are in more than 40 states. And they've been arrested for pulling babies out of the trash cans. And they put up barbed wire fences around the dumpsters. And so, uh, But the pro-lifers learned how to throw a rug over the barbed wire and how to get over it, and they get cut up and stuff, and they dig around the trash every day when they can, and they get the dead babies out and try to give them proper burials, or they try to bring media attention to it, that it's disrespectful to the human. Or more often than not, they end up finding a live baby. Now, a lot of times the baby's all cut up and sliced up or burned from the salts they put in to induce the abortion, and so the baby doesn't survive, and then the pro-lifers get in trouble. How dare you try to save a baby? Now, what they do with a partial birth abortion is they go ahead and pull the baby out on the table, and they stick a... Knife in the back of its head, and they stick a vacuum cleaner in and suck its brains out. Suction system, similar to what you have at the dentist, more powerful. They, they use to suck the saliva and detritus out of your mouth when they're cleaning your teeth or doing a root canal. And if you don't like to hear this, grow up. This is what we're doing to humanity. And when you do that to the weakest of us, old people, unborn babies, newborn babies, you better believe you're going to start having police brutality. You better believe they're going to start shooting people for no reason. You better believe they're going to start putting you in FEMA camps. Hitler did all this with abortions and infanticide and forced abortions and killing the infirm and getting rid of the old. Do you got it? It's called eugenics. It's the New World Order belief system. There's a lot of mind games the establishment uh, plays on the public First, they prove you to be into a socialized system where even if you're not on welfare or on the government dole or have a government job, you know you're paying for it. And so they then sell the message through popular culture, through public schools, or college, that it's just the received, granted uh, knowledge that it's true that more children is bad and then more children cost the public money when it's actually children that are our future, and if they had any hope in this Ponzi scheme of big government and Social Security and pensions, that we needed a, another baby boom. But that didn't happen. In the United States, if you take out the giant immigrant influx, it has about a 1.7, 1.8, depending on the year, population growth. That means for every two people we lose, we lose... More people each year, a mother and a father, on average, have 1.7 children, and they don't replace themselves. And I listen to talk radio now for the last week and a half since that mother had eight babies. She already had a few children. She went in. She did uh, a type of uh, fertilization that's not in vitro. She did a type where they normally put five to eight embryos in. Most of them don't take. With her, she was very fertile, being an equatorial creature. And boom. They're now talking about how dare her. We've got to pay for her. We've got to, you know, we've got to pay for her children. She's evil. She's bad. You know, whether it was a good decision or not for her to make when the family's middle class and the grandparents are paying for it, that doesn't matter. The point is they're selling the idea that children are bad. And simultaneously, hundreds of news articles on Fox TV and BBC about environmentalism and carbon footprint, we've got to get past the taboo of saying that that we can't talk about population reduction. We've got to do it. We've got to get our numbers down. And the only group that listens to that is the educated population, higher IQs on average, because there is a kernel of truth to it at least in this current technological system. And so it is the people that don't care, the people that don't have high IQs, the people that don't have high educations that do have the children. So, uh, And the establishment knew that. When they did the four-year report from 45 to 49 in England, the Royal Commission on Population and then Kissinger's Memorandum 200, CIA State Department, 73, They know that globalist policies actually keep the third world deindustrialized where they can never be industrialized and that that actually causes a blooming of population. But they said they want to do that to hold them down industrially so they can be controlled by the New World Order and their resources and that they will then come in with soft-kill weapons, sterilization, abortion, forced abortion to reduce the third world response to being in starving squalor to having more children. So these high and mighty globalists up there talking about how they want to save the Earth all day, they just want to tax your carbon footprint that has nothing to do with uh, the health of the Earth, other than the fact that plants grow faster and are healthier if there is more carbon dioxide. The ocean has billions of times, depending on which study you look at, how many billions of times, all the carbon dioxide uh, that is put out by humans. It's ridiculous. The ocean is made up of carbon dioxide. And you say, Alex, what does that have to do with abortions? Well, once they sell us that human life is a bad thing and that human life is a negative, life is no longer just cheap as it's been throughout history. It's a liability. And so we think of ourselves as bad and we think of other humans as bad. And so we don't mind when we hear a million 300,000 Iraqis are dead in the last six years almost a million-plus before that in the 14 years of siege. We don't care when we hear about old folks uh, basically being chained down and euthanized with morphine all over the country, as reported by the Wall Street Journal and other publications. It's on record. They can even talk. They beg for food and water. Please, honey, give me water. Nope, I'm sorry. The state's now your uh, guardian, and uh, you sign those forms saying we were your guardian, and uh, you're going to die. We're going to dehydrate you be nicer just to put a bullet in their head. And so the point is there is a great evil already all around us, and there are thousands of people. In fact, I want to get some of these folks on the show. I've seen them in television interviews. I interviewed some years ago. I know one of them is a beautiful blonde lady. I forget her name. I interviewed her about a decade ago. In fact, send your tips. Help us remember all their names. I can do a Google search myself and find them but who you recommend to Joey V at InfoWars.com, and we'll have some of the abortion survivors on. There's thousands because pro-lifers know what's going on, and they lurk around, that's what the media says, they lurk around late-term abortion facilities that are in more than 40 states.
3: All right, everybody. All right. Well, there you have it right there. I mean, uh, yeah, uh, the murder. the murder. Imagine... Just imagine for a second, real quick. Just uh, think about this. Imagine all the children that have been aborted, if they were alive today. Imagine what contributions they could have made, what cures for diseases they could have made, what what, wars they could have prevented. Just think about that—the contributions to the human humanity, to humanity that they could have. it could have uh, contributed. How they could have contributed? Just imagine. Amazing, huh? When you think about it. I mean, it's just uh, it it's, it it'll blow your mind. Blows your mind when you think about it. Um. Okay. Anybody here? Uh, who do we have here? We got one guy that dropped here. Let's uh, see. He, who was he? Oh, that was a 704 that was on the line there with their hand up, and they dropped now. Um. Okay, you had your hand up. I'm sorry. I, I tried getting you to talk. You didn't want to talk. Um. Uh. Peter, you still there? You had a lot of background noise. I Had to mute you. Peter, you still there?
4: Yeah, I'm here. I, I was. Uh, oh, okay. I was confronting strangers on the street. <laughs> uh, what were they doing? Trying to rob you? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You know. It's unusual to see people walking down this back roads up here. You know, with flashlights and uh, maybe hunting, maybe,
3: no. hunting,
4: maybe you know, hunting for uh You know, I thought maybe they lost <laughs> something or somebody, or you know, sometimes people looking for their kids or a dog or something. So I had yeah, to go out yeah, front. Yeah, that's what. You know, what's up? Yeah,
3: I don't know what. The two just put this in the chat room. What's that? Photos app. What's that? I don't know, you put a link in the chat room there. That might be Tave, Actually, I put that in there. That might be Tave. I think that's Tave. I'm not sure. Usually he calls in. I don't know where he's at. Or maybe he can't talk tonight. What's that Cave that you put in the chat room there? No, uh, I, I, I want to click on it and. Uh, I think everybody
4: out, should uh, take. Your, I, I think everybody should take your lawyer's number and call him tomorrow and ask him why he wasn't in court. Yeah, there you
3: go. There's an idea. There's an idea. Hey, what do you think, guys? What's up with that? We got, we have, we got a, we got, a, we got a taker, maybe. Let's see here, two, three, four. Go ahead, you're on. You got watch the language, the tonight, guys. Hang on, I'm sorry. Hang, hang on, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dave. Hang on, everyone, watch yeah. the language, man, for real. All right, go ahead there, okay, go ahead.
8: Uh, that thing I posted was, uh, what is today? Uh, Monday night we had uh, Akron City Council meeting here for this lovely state that our city I live in, and uh, if you look at that. They made a uh, pass legislation to limit uh, how many times you can speak at a council meeting per month. Only one time, and there's some other stipulations there. But you could see it all—First Amendment getting wiped out.
5: Yeah. They're
8: just Completely yeah. taking it down. It's unbelievable.
3: So you're only allowed to speak yeah. one time. What is this? A year? A year? Or just one at one, one, one a particular one, a month, one meeting?
8: Once a month. Once a month. And, a month. Uh, yeah, once a month, <laughs> only 10 people per per meeting can speak. So if there's 60,000 people, <laughs> 10 people get to wow. speak. Wow. And, and usually the 10 that do speak during the normal nights aren't worth hearing.
3: Yeah, they, they probably they hand-select to... them, huh? They probably hand-pick them, huh? Who can talk?
8: Oh, you better believe it. And then they have the ones that they want to push their agenda, where they want their funding to go to, so they go ahead and have them speak so that they can comment on that. So it's... Oh, yeah.
4: okay, yep.
8: But I don't know if anybody else has had anything city council like that. Because I watched a, a Zoom, uh YouTube show where they had people in uh, Chicago, like I think it was in Cook County, which is big and crime ridden with uh, what's her name, Lori Lightfoot. But, but there must have been a people six blocks long to speak, standing in line. Wow. I mean, it's insane. But how do you how do, can you how can you moderate that? I mean, that's a little excessive. But
0: I mean, yeah, yeah know, I had yeah. to sign
8: up. I had to sign up last week to go on virtual. So I did it. The guy supposed to send me a link to go through the Zoom, like we would do with uh, Mike and the Righteous Army. I got yep. the link at four o'clock. They started the meeting at five. At four o'clock, I got the first link. Wouldn't go. Send him a message. Sent me another one. Sends me an apology. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm overwhelmed right now.
0: Sends me the second oh, one. Oh, no. yeah.
8: I didn't even get to speak.
0: They yeah, you're too busy trying link. to log in. <laughs> I
8: can't believe. I mean, this guy, he's a city of city official paid to do just the tech and uh, stuff like that for Zoom. They can't get it right for ten people.
3: That, see, this is where your legislators, they can make or create a policy or law, you know, that helps benefit and enforce the Constitution. That's what the legislators are there for, not to go out and regulate you, not to create policies and legislation to restrict your constitutional rights and overregulate and burden the people and to limit their choices and ability to speak out. No, they're there to enforce and to help enforce these constitutional rights, so you're able to to uh have your your free choice and your independent and like uh john those you know, says, independ- uh self governed you know that's you what said, that's what they're there for you know
8: you exactly you hit the, uh, the nail on the head right there where you said that they're doing the opposite they're, they they think yeah. that we are under them and work for them now that's yeah. their mindset
3: yeah yeah. Oh, it is. Oh, it is. It is. You know, I down here is the worst. Down here is the oh, worst. it's, be, they, they it's just, bad here are it. it's
0: got to be
8: bad everywhere. I mean, it just, I just can't yeah. imagine a, in a city that's really, really bad. What in the world are they going to do? I mean, I, mean I, got,
3: just, I just don't know. man, I don't know. I Every just don't know I I what to do. I, I mean, I'm actually going the
0: street. <laughs>
3: well, last night man, we were get a frustrating I, podcast. Last night, but I had Gunslinger on last night with a couple other people, and uh, we were just uh, I was telling them about my problem and everything, and we talked about a couple other problems too. And it's frustrating. We're to the point where yeah, I I don't know what to do. We don't know what to do anymore.
8: Without you know, getting locked what's, up and going to jail, there's not much we can do. I don't. I I really don't see what. We, you're right. What can we possibly do? I've I've looked in every uh, every type of element or you can – a pathway to go legally, lawfully, peacefully, that's not working. It's not. Yeah. And if you go do something, if you even try to go out and say something or hand out flyers, you try to uh, – they arrested two people for putting stickers on stop signs down there at the, uh, on the back of the courthouse. I mean, I understand that's Wow. Not probably too no.
3: But they mm-hmm. went to jail,
8: two of them, boom, right now. I'm like,
3: well, wow. I used to do that years ago. I used to put nine eleven was an inside job on stop signs. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know? You know, years guys ago. In years Florida, <laughs> uh,
8: <laughs> these guys in Florida that run this called uh T V and they plant they print out all these they're just they don't say anything anti Semitic, but they say uh the the entire I heard about
9: agenda, them. I heard about them. It,
8: it, yes. And they locked gotta him gotta up 30 yeah, 30 for 30
0: days. Yeah, littering.
8: Yep. <laughs> but you know what's happening wow. now? Wow. His flyers have gone viral. Him yeah, that's, had yeah.
3: It's, but you know what?
8: You got to call it out. You got to say say what it is. If you don't address yeah, the problem, yeah, His life off, is I mean, ruined.
3: His life is ruined, though. I don't though. think so. So he had to pay. I don't think you know.
8: so. He, I know he's he had to pay. Hey, move I got already. a private
3: caller here. Hang right, on. Yeah, I know about that. I mean, yeah, no, let me get the link connected. I don't know who this is. Go ahead there, private. I don't like to make people wait too long. Go ahead, private caller.
9: Hey, Mr. Gibson. It's John Doe. How are you? Oh, there he is.
3: <laughs> How you doing?
9: Uh, doing fine, thank you. I don't want to interrupt the con uh, conversation. As soon as uh, Tave is done, you can come back to me.
4: Okay,
3: Tave, okay, you were. Hey, you want to continue on with me? Hey, go point? ahead,
9: you guys. I got to stick a battery in my truck, so go ahead. I'll just
8: listen to you, and you guys can go ahead. I've already, all right, I'm all already right. out of my hot air.
3: <laughs> go ahead, Mister Doe. I hope you got some dough. I need some. <laughs> go ahead, John.
4: D o u g h.
9: I'm trying to be funny. I don't hear you laughing. But I'm, again, I'm,
3: up I'm, I'm laughing. I'm laughing underneath my crying, actually. But go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. You, know, your, you,
9: you, were, you were saying people to call your um, lawyer. Give us his number and give us some ideas about what you want us to say.
3: Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. Well, I can't tell you what to say because I think that would be kind of like – well, I don't know. Legally – uh if i if i say tell them what to say could that hurt me uh, politically uh what do you think uh let me ask uh, just for his opinion opinion since you are paralegal uh peter what do you think are he still there i know he's still there
9: oh Yeah. yeah I, I think, hope you're still listening, think, Dr. Ventura. I want to say thank you for your service, and I appreciate you coming on Joe's show and sharing, because it definitely motivates me to keep learning. I'm still trying to figure everything out. So thank you very much,
4: sir. You're welcome, sir. Thank you for being my inspiration. Um, I, I just wanted to say that there's nothing wrong with folks calling your lawyer, and he's not going to answer the phone anyway, and leave him a message. Say I'm <laughs> calling to inquire as to why attorney Hines was not in court to represent Joseph Gibson. Why did okay. he fail to appear? Okay. And, and, and okay. let him get hit with about 50 or 60 of those.
3: Yeah, 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 okay. He's, I like so, that. I like uh,
4: that. Reputation, too. And that's his reputation, and people are getting to know it. I like that. Okay, okay. okay.
9: When you say okay, okay, Joe, you're cutting out what he was saying. So some of what he was saying was being chopped and truncated. All right,
4: go ahead, Peter, repeat. Go ahead. I'm sorry. What I'm saying is that he has a reputation in the business, and and you know what? He cares about his reputation because it costs him business. And when he starts realizing that, you know, 20, 30, 40 people get on the phone and call him and want to know why he wasn't there, now people know that he's not doing his job, that we can't even count on him to show up in court. You know, you hurt these people. You can't hurt them uh, uh, physically. You hurt them in their wallet, and that's a wallet strike. Yeah. yeah um,
9: another aspect, I didn't realize you were a paralegal, Mr. Venture. I mean, Mr. Ventura. But um, here's, a, here's a concern I have. When we have an abusive process and abuse of discretion on a procedure, you know, then that means that Joe has an affirmative defense of contributory negligence,
4: I would think. He had a defense all along. <laughs> he was immune. That's the defense. And, and you know, it, 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 what about men's rea? You know, a fellow's going to commit a crime. you got to have intent to commit a crime. If I'm drinking and I'm driving, I have the intent to c- commit the crime because I know I'm drunk. I shouldn't be driving.
9: Yeah, but they so still good. get us on negligence.
4: Yeah. In his case, he didn't. So if
9: we, didn't if we failed to, to carry out a um, reasonable duty of care, then it still falls under negligence, whether it be
4: willful, gross, or, you know. Well, he did. He, he had no idea. It, you know, it's just like, it's that, like that crazy case where the ambulance driver was at a murder scene, and uh, they took they took the body out, and then he went to another scene, and where somebody else was killed, had the same pair of gloves on, and they arrested the guy for, double, for both homicides, and then found to figure it out that he, the DNA came off his gloves. Hmm. Well, definitely, wow.
9: Joseph. Hey, yes, Mr. Gibson, give me your attorney's phone number. I'll call him because these people are not going to change their tune unless we put the pressure on them.
4: That's right. And there's nothing wrong with All calling them right. and saying, and saying, "Hey, Attorney, attorney Hines, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm calling to ask why you did not appear in court for Joseph Gibson, your client today."
9: Yeah. That's it. Does that, you know, that concerns me because you know I, Joe is a concern to me, and I don't want to hire you for any services down the road if you're going to treat people like this.
3: Right. Correct. 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 Yeah. I'm just I'm just googling his number here, his office number. So I, I'm bad with numbers, guys. So I'm, I'm gonna get his number. Don't worry, we'll, we will have it here. So. I got. What's, uh, what's his
9: name? What Hines? Attorney? What Hines? What's his first
3: name? Oh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a Terrence Hines. Attorney Terrence, Terrence Hines. Okay. He he's in Winston Salem, North Carolina. The guy that screwed up my sentence originally, though, the guy that originally screwed up my sentence, also, that's sentence See, there's a couple of t- attorneys involved in this mess. You sure heard the one that hung up on us the other day.
4: <laughs> that was the one, huh, Peter? <laughs> <Hines> non- <laughs> right, give him Heinz. 336-724-9733. That's three three six seven two four
9: nine
4: seven three three. Yeah. And we're not harassing them. We're asking them. It's a legitimate question.
9: Exactly. We're doing our own due diligence research to make sure that we have qualified candidates as attorneys. And if you're going to treat customers like that, well, I'm going to put you on my naughty list, and Santa Claus is not going to bring you a gift this year.
3: Uh, That was a good one. That was a good one. That was a good one. (laughs) Um, though, but check this out though. The guy also that's really, really responsible. I'm gonna give him Dugan's number. What do you think about that one, Peter?
4: Well, I mean, you you can, but this guy didn't show up in court today.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Dugan reneged on the deal. I
4: uh, the other thing I don't understand is how, how you, uh, the probation officer can call a guy into his office, already have a predated warrant, and then tell you to sign your conditions of probation, and then tell you, well, now that you signed them, I have a arrest warrant for you for violating them. Well, I had no knowledge <laughs> of his wife, I didn't even sign it, and the proof was in the date, the date of the warrant and the date I signed. I signed after the warrant was issued the conditions of probation. So how do you get him? That's how corrupt they are down there. Yeah. How did that work, John, though? What?
3: What he just said right there. What do you think about that?
4: Uh,
9: I'm sorry. I had another thought pop into my head, and I was half-heartedly paying
3: attention. I didn't catch the – All right, all right. That's okay. That's okay. Go ahead with your question. Go ahead.
9: I was just going to ask, You remember you had Shabaka pop in just for a brief moment yesterday on the show, and he alluded to something that I think is worthy of checking out, because you hear about these universities that have these legal divisions where the students get together to do projects to find out what particular – person that might be in jail should be exonerated because the evidence wasn't there and whatnot, and they'd go back and do all the studying and whatnot, and then they'd help free these people. Well, I don't know if something like that would be apropos to, you know, introducing to some of this stuff you're trying to get done, because that might be a cheap way of getting good uh, jurists, so to speak, legal students that want to help. Make sure the system is staying just and true throughout all of its processes.
3: I don't know. Explain, explain that to me now. Again, what happened when he when he? Well, they mentioned refresh my memory, please, because I don't. I was trying to get him off the call. He was going to start with the Chewbacca, this you know, and promote his show eighty times, you know, and I was trying to get him off, you know, because. <laughs> I didn't want to hear about Sarge and you know they they got a, you know uh they're calling him out for neglect of duty you know I didn't want to hear it all over again you know what I mean here I am talking about a subject that you know and he didn't listen to any of the show so you know so right. it's like you know come on man you know <laughs>
9: yeah well, I understand that. In the first part of the show, it was obvious he hadn't been listening, so therefore it was justified that you wanted to go ahead and move on with the rest of the show. But he alluded to something in the process of talking about something about some college, Berkeley or something, a legal bill, and I, I did not pick up on it right at the time, but I thought, okay, I know there's a number of colleges. I don't know what their names are, but I've heard about them, and I've seen – Um, episodes of uh, people talking about them in different broadcasts where these students, they go back as a part of their class, their legal students studying to be lawyers, I guess, but as part of their class, they do these freebie projects where they'll go check out some cases about these people that are in prison and they'll read, look through everything and make sure all the process and procedures were done correctly. And if there were any uh, thing that slipped under the table or if evidence wasn't being applied, and then they end up producing this information to the court somehow and getting some of these people free and some of these cases solved. And I'm like, man, that's an awesome service, and they're just a bunch of regular common folk like you and me just happen to be studying for, I guess, the bar or something, and they do this through their class. I don't know how many colleges do that. Or universities, but I've heard of a few, but I don't remember any names, and I was just wondering if that was an option that if anybody else listening out there might know more about that they could call in and give us some feedback and help us understand how that might be an option because you don't have a whole lot of money to keep hiring lawyers to keep being crooks and just bait and switch and steal from you. Yeah. Yeah.
3: No. No 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 no. I agree. I agree. Uh, I agree, John Doe. I'll, I'll that's a good idea. i uh, gonna connect uh, Ron. I think this is Ron. Uh, Ron Reck here. But please, the F, please, please, please. I know you like to say what you want, but you know, I I got these show. this show I'm trying to get, you know, I'm trying to save these shows for a reason. Go ahead, Ron.
6: Are you asking
3: me to watch my language? Please, my language?
6: I'm not telling. God. I'm
3: asking. I'm asking. Consti- <laughs>
6: constitutional violator. Constitutional if violator. If you were
3: on, if you the Johnny Carson show, or if you were on the late night show, you know you wouldn't say that. You wouldn't talk like that, right?
9: Okay, I'll be
3: just for this
6: one time. All right, thank you. Never again.
9: Thank Thank you. Ron, on your show, you're always saying you're going to do it your way, whether anybody likes it or not, and you just turn on all that's the mics right. whether we want to be on or not. I do, yes sir, I do. That's right.
3: Yes, he I does. Do. I yes, yes he does.
6: I don't care.
3: Well, that's his show, though. That's his show. He can do what
6: he wants. Yeah, yeah I believe that's, that's what. I that's believe just, freedom of speech. If you don't want to be that's, heard, that's, don't talk. You know that's well. Yeah. that. That's point. Yeah, available. but, that, but
3: you know, no, I think on your point, topic, Yeah, it's, 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 I'm not
6: trying to get go off this topic. All right, but you guys are missing a lot of key parts here. I've been in this legal world for many many fucked up years okay uh, sorry about that, but anyway it is it's bad. <laughs> it is corrupted and you, there's there's two of you and you know the the point is the the first question you were in court today is that the the issue today you were in court today?
3: no, I did not go i did not go uh my lawyer didn't not go court- either.
6: Okay. Yes. So they're going to issue a warrant for you to prepare you to appear.
4: Probably. Are they limited? Probably.
6: Okay. Well, all right. Well, the, okay. The lawyer's been paid, right? He hasn't motioned yes, has. the vacation in case. But he hasn't motioned the case. No, nothing we like had that, that right. Didn't. didn't nope. Send a notice of failure to appear. No, no legitimate reason. Nope. Was you, was you supposed to appear? Was you, you yourself uh-huh. supposed to appear? Well. Pay? No, last
3: night he told me. Well, he said he said late late last night. He said uh, he was going to try to get it continued. That's what he said. That's what he told me.
6: But he didn't even show up. <laughs> well, he can do it. This. He can do it electronically too. That's another thing. But
3: yeah, but I don't think he did because yeah. I, well, he, I heard, they, heard they, the prosecutor. The prosecutor. The, 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 the prosecutor apparently the left a message through somebody. Said you better tell him get to court. So and I didn't go. I don't. I don't okay, well, I, I, I don't like being ordered around like that. So. Yeah.
6: Well, mm-hmm. it, well, that depends on who you are. Which one of you are actually important? <laughs> you know, okay. And a lot of people think that's crazy, but it's true. There's two of you. Okay. Explain to me. You don't don't get it. Okay. When you, if you're asked the question, are you U.S. citizen, How do you respond? Yes, I am. Okay. Well, there's your first failure. Okay, so that means you're not an American citizen. You're claiming to be a U.S. citizen. Oh,
3: okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yes, I say American citizen. Right. I do say that a lot, actually. I'm sorry, I'm well, sorry. But yes. you,
6: right, but in the court system, it's going to be U.S. citizen only. There is no American. If you were an American citizen in that court, it had to be by common law. And they don't I do see you, no Joe. Way. I they, see you. I'll connect you in a minute.
3: Well, I'm sorry, Ron. Go ahead. So,
6: so they simply do that to manipulate you. That's what they do. Now. The lawyer didn't show up, and he didn't send notice. I mean, I don't know if you have, like, a case net or a court filing system online. You can look at the case from today or whatever, what have you. He showed up or digitally sent that message in for continuous. And whatever, he has to have a good reason for continuous anyway. I mean, he, a kid got run by a reindeer. I don't know, whatever, whatever reason there is. But anyway, uh, but the point is being you are being you are being convicted under your paper man, your stall man, okay, the paper you. Okay, that's how worked as a U.S. citizen as a paper okay? right. you you. Okay, because you're considered a corporation. That name is a corporate name. And that's who they are going for. You, you, the American citizen, are the representative of this U.S. man, the straw man. Okay, so that's why okay. you got to take all the heat for the guy. Okay, so the thing is, once you go into court and you plea, I don't care what it is, guilty not guilty, no contents for whatever, you're admitting that you are a party to the contract, okay? Okay. And it's, you had just gave them consent and jurisdiction. When you gave them the consent, you gave them jurisdiction, to, you know, you notify them you are a party to the contract. That automatically ah. puts you in. There's no way out. You're st- Now you're stuck with it, okay? And they're not going to tell you. Cause they're not going to tell you, well, you know, this way you got it. But there are ways out of things. If there's no victim damage or fraud, you're okay. But if you hurt somebody throw something up or rob somebody for something, lie to them then there's a problem. You won't be able to win that because it's a constitutional fact of law. Okay, then three elements, okay. victim, damage, or fraud. Okay, if it's a bullshit reason like a traffic ticket DUI, not paying child support. Now, DUI, is, there's a clause to that. The DUI is if you're caught drunk driving but you didn't hit nobody, hit nobody, run over nobody, nothing. You just got to pop, drink in the car, and drive in the car. Okay, technically, it's not even a law. But they made it a law because you consent to it. Get it? You consent to this. Yeah, yeah. They make it up. You consent to it. The, the, the poor bodies didn't do it. They were all drinkers. Like, you know, during the prohibition. You know why the prohibition ended? A lot of people don't know that. That fun fact of history They couldn't get nobody to convict nobody. People that violated the, the prohibition law. They couldn't convict this. Most people are durable drinkers. And nobody would convict. <laughs> so, you know, it just mm-hmm. didn't work out in their favor. So, but same thing. Yeah, okay, yeah. Same thing. All, all these laws, all these gun laws, all, it, no. They're actually practically worthless. But the fact is, it's how you present yourself. Now, on your lawyer's behalf, if he didn't file today or yesterday, whichever they told you, that he's going for a continuous, that is called negligence. That is a crime. That is actually a crime. But they're not going to see it because he's an officer of the court, okay? The court comes before you. What you a crime? Whoa, 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 whoa.
3: Back up, Ron. Back up. What do you mean crime? Crime for doing what? Crime. What, what do negligence. you do that was a crime?
6: Negligence. He failed to file his contract. He failed to file his contract. Uh-huh.
4: But, okay, okay. Got it. Got you. Okay. Breach. So,
6: right. Breach. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Failed to comply with contract. Same thing on your case. You can go and file a motion to withdraw your not guilty plea. And most people do that when they go into a plea bargain deal. They'll, oh, yeah. I'm, you know, you, 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 Joe say, well, you're you voluntarily withdrawing your not guilty plea and pleading guilty, right? Now, the thing is, you can do that, withdrawal, that not guilty, the, the not guilty plea itself and say, re, for notice removal of, renewal of the contract notice the signature, for notice removal signature from contract. That's why you're withdrawing your pleas. You're, you're, not, you're withdrawing your signature to the contract. When you need to sign any okay. paperwork with the court. Anytime you do that, you are signing contracts. Everything, I don't care what is property or what have you. You know what I mean? it this way, if you go to jail and they have you sign a, a property on your property, okay, you know, your watch, your wallet, your, your cell phone, stuff like yeah, that, yeah. right? And you don't sell it. They tell you, what well, if you get sold, it's your own problem. You know what? Hey, it's theirs. It's happening on their property. They're, 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 they're bided by it. Also, they want you to sign a medical waiver. And they'll say, well, we, we need to sign this medical waiver so we can treat you in case you need help. Don't sign that either. Because guess what? If you get sick exactly. or die in that jail, they're not responsible. So that's why you don't sign the waivers. Don't sign nothing. I mean, absolutely. don't even talk to them. Don't say a word to these people. You know what I'm saying? That's the, yeah. the real way. Most people get intimidated and scared. They're fear, fear works great, man. Fear is the best thing you ever get somebody to do something about you. You scare yourself out somebody, they're gonna roll it. It's real easy.
3: Okay, do now Ron, Ron, I'm in there now. Hang on, now I'm in there. I'm inside the jail now. I don't sign any other papers. What's gonna become nope. of me? They're gonna keep me there forever? Nope. They gotta kick you out a certain amount of time. They can't keep you too long. Oh well, oh gee, thanks. So how much time would that be? <laughs> Year? Well,
6: two, three, they ha- four? They ha- Well, no, they have. They have actually seventy-two hours to pursue a warrant. They have to have a warrant for your arrest. they they like got like 72 hours to hold you. And if they can't produce a warrant within 72 hours, they have to let you go. There has to be a warrant for your arrest. You're being locked up for a okay. probable cause. You're not being locked up for the crime you supposedly committed until the prosecuting attorney okay. sees it and they say, well, okay, I'll, I'll see. This guy's worth X amount of money, so I'll go ahead and file this warrant then. To the judge, the judge will sign it. Then you stay in jail until whenever the process goes through, you know. But so you uh, are your own bond. Uh, you, 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 <coughs> you, the the U.S. citizen is the bond for the American citizen. Now you are the bond for the other guy. That's why you're in jail. It's like a pawn shop. You're okay. being your pawned off. You follow me? Yeah, yeah, I'm following. I'm, I'm following. No, okay, now let me ask you a question. Let me ask you the
3: sovereignty
7: movement?
3: No. What's that? No. Go ahead, Ron. He's you just left. No. Anybody hangs good. up, you won't get They're back sovereign. in. Hang on, guys, 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 guys. Time out, time out. Anybody hangs up, you won't get back in. We're
4: going into overtime. Okay, thank you. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Sovereignty, you don't want to be a sovereign person. You just don't want that to happen. They are sovereigns.
6: You are not. You are an American citizen. You're born in this country called America. You were not born in the United States of America. You get that two-word of. America. United States of America. What does that mean? A lot of people don't understand that one either. That is a corporate financing firm. They're here to govern you to control you. Otherwise they're the management firm that controls the country.
7: Is, is, you know, is me... I remember a couple of years ago you were talking about how you help people with some legal advice. I don't remember how yes. the outcomes were.
2: Not but, um, no. But, no, yeah, legal I
7: advice. Not advice. Okay, with some kind of advice. In any case, mm-hmm. Do you um mm-hmm. do you advise lawyers on this on this advice or do you I feel haven't. that the lawyers are part of a system and they you are. don't give them advice?
6: I I do talk to attorneys at times. You know I, I have a lot of friends that are lawyers. Um okay. and I, they'll talk to me on a topic when they can't figure it out. Something ain't right. They can't get it. You know when they're stuck. You know kind of stuck in a spot. And that's because they're that okay.
7: And is that it because of wrong. the confusion between common law, U.S. citizen, mercantile law, well, corporation? Well, it actually falls into
6: really just common sense, because what they're finding is the court system has this, this, and this, and some reason it's wrong. You know, why is, it, why is this thing wrong to me? You know, so they've got to go back and look, and they, look, look, and they get stuck, and they can't figure it out. And they'll call me, hey, you give you, when you, you give, you when know you give
7: advice, is it, is it somewhat contradictory well, I don't give advice, or in opposition? No, I don't, give, it, I don't huh? give
6: advice, brother.
7: Okay, you don't, don't give, give advice. advice. Right. So when you offer your opinion to people and they take that opinion mm-hmm. and go to court with it, right. um, do they win their cases? Majority. have, yeah.
6: But majority is also screws up. Majority. Both. But but people, but people well, screw up in court they get nervous, right? They, they they've not got practice, they've not been in courtrooms. You know, that's where most people that they, they have not they have any type of courtroom experience get scared and they screw up, they get nervous, they don't they forget what they're supposed to say. You know, things like that. Is um, the opinion they can yeah.
7: sometimes give, is that contrary to what lawyers would uh, would advise people to do? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You got
6: gotta, you gotta remember yet- that attorney is an officer of that court. He's
7: well, be it for the For you, even if he wasn't, he'd right. still be afraid to lose his license. I can understand that. So as a result, right. he's not. Right. A, a lot of lawyers will not, uh, will not try to offer the best defense for their attorney because it might offend the judge. I can understand that. What I'd like mm-hmm. to know is, is the particular types of opinions and advice and recommendations that people have to go to court. Mm-hmm. I'd like to find something that's successful. You know. And well, if, it's, if, it's an opposition to what, if it's in opposition right. to what the court system mm-hmm. wants the lawyer to do, and that right. um, court system does not want people who are not lawyers to represent other people, they can represent themselves, right. but they can't represent Sorry. other people, I just want right. to know if it's, how successful it is. So Well, it, uh, it, it depends uh, on the
6: experience.
7: Uh-huh.
6: It, 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 depend, it depends on the experience of the person, how much research they've done, how much study they've done. Uh, I mean, I've been doing this for almost 40 years, you know, um, but I didn't, I didn't want to guys, become you know, a Joe lawyer. It, Joe
8: mentioned earlier, the simple thing is people don't understand the language of the courts. Right,
6: right. That's so where that's, everybody that's, that's,
8: gets themselves into trouble.
6: That's right. Right, right. But you can stop that. You can stop them from doing that, too. The thing is, a lawyer is not really what you think they are. They're just an interpreter, okay? That's what they are. They're deal makers. They, make, they're, they interpret the law to you. Because you are completely, abutably ignorant to the fact of any of it. And that's what they want. They don't want you to know. What better way to, to screw somebody over than to not let them know exactly what you're saying to them? You know what I mean? It's easy. Put fear in them. You know what I mean? Look, look at the plea bargaining deals. You know, if you don't give me a guilty plea, I'm going to get you five years in prison. But if you give me a guilty plea, i get you two years probation. So you're still free, you don't have to go to jail. You walk. And nine times out of ten, that judge is going to go with. Nine times out of ten, he'll go no, with. No, they want the plea bargain.
8: It hundred percent. They want yes, that flea bargain. Really. money in their pocket.
6: That's right. And if you take a trial, cost them more money. They hate that. And it, that's why they threaten yep. you with that. You, you, I mean, you can be completely innocent and still loose. That's the sad part. Because the thing is, you, you know, people don't understand. They're, they're entering these contracts. They don't understand that part. You are know, like a cop pulls you over, and the cop goes, you know why I stop you? You say, well, I crossed the line or I speed, and you just admitted to a crime. But you admitted to the contract. You made you your part in contract. If, the, the fun you got to look at every aspect of every case, everything that goes on. Okay, now, when you get your driver's license, you've got a book before you got them, okay? Most people get the most told rules of the road, right? So you go read the book and blah, 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 blah. You go take the test, you pass it. You get your eyes checked, you can see everything's cool, blah, 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 blah. So then you get this card, they hand you, you sign the card. And they take, they shoot a picture <laughs> of you, and that, that is under your picture, right? That signature is a contract signature, to a contract.
5: That's right. the rules of the you agree to
6: terms and conditions of that right. Same thing in court. It's the same thing. If you sign the paperwork, you are admitting to a contract. Every time. That's why they give All you time. such a hard time when you get a ticket. If you refuse
8: to sign that ticket on the side of the road, because right. that cop has already written it Just in the back of his car. So when he signs it, he then becomes the... Let's call it. A, it's like a, a, a con, like you're into a contract. He's been responsible yep. for that bond or
6: that, that piece of uh, that that right there he wrote for yeah. you. So it's it's on him. Well, he's he's responsible for the, the term of the crime. They well, it ain't a crime. Right. It's most all traffic laws are civil cases. A lot of people don't know that one either. Man, it's a civil case. Um, you know, uh, you know, I had a friend of mine who got a DUI, and uh, he was like, "I drunk, computer bound, but I did everything he told me to do." And I said, okay, well, what happened? He goes, well, they threw it out. I won the case. And I said, well, there you go. I said, but you was drunk? Oh, yeah, I was, I was stone drunk. And I said, okay. So what did you do? I said, well, I didn't take the field sobriety test. Uh, they took me in for breath. I refused it. Then they told me they are going to take my driver's license away for a year. And he goes, well, I don't need one anyway. And he pissed off the cop. He really got the cop mad at him. So they threw him in jail for a couple hours, and they let him go. Okay, so he shows up for court, and the court automatically said, well, The the, the prosecutor came and said, well, I don't have no evidence against you, so that would have to dismiss the ticket. So they dismissed it. And I said, well, you need to take it back. You need to file a motion and take it back. Don't dismiss. Don't go for dismissal. Go for discharge. You want a motion? I get back to my case, dismissal."
3: Yeah. Uh (laughs) Because I'm not just in a driver's license I'm dealing with here.
6: What was you 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 charged with? What was you
3: charged?
6: What was you charged with,
3: Joe? DUI. Same okay.
6: thing, Joe. You,
8: Same thing you're talking okay. about. You're talking yeah. about
6: with that discharge and stuff, yes. Right. Okay, so you have you know, a DUI charge against you, right? Good. Right. Well, uh, did you take the field sobriety test? No. Did you take the breathalyzer? No. Are you sure? Okay.
3: Yes. Well, yeah, I you, remember. You yeah.
6: Yeah. The yeah.
8: Did, you, did you refuse the huh? breathalyzer? Did you refuse the breathalyzer? In the
6: Wait, no, Joe, I didn't refuse
8: did they anything. They never offered it.
9: Remember when you went into the um, ambulance and they shot you up without your permission? Mm-hmm. They may have, yes, they right. may they have me up taken some vitals. Yeah, but they may have taken some information from you at that point, and you just don't realize it. No, well, well, no, they checked oh, my blood pressure, blood, they checked
3: my blood sugar, and stuff like that. I remember exactly so what hear, happened they that they day. They took blood
6: from you. They drew blood. Oh, okay. yeah. oh yeah, yeah, they, they took they blood from me, yes. Have you seen a chemical test test? test? test. yet? Hang on, I can't hear somebody here. But has your license been suspended, and have you seen a chemical test?
3: No, I have not seen the chemical test, and my license was never suspended.
6: Okay, well, then you need to go to the hospital you're at and request that medical record of the the lab. I was not at
3: a hospital. I never went to the hospital. They did it on the side of the road.
8: No, but you had we have that lab, that, that rolling lab goes back to a hospital. That's what he's saying. So there was you
3: had, no rolling lab. There was from. no rolling lab. Time out. There was no rolling lab. I was in the, I, two EMS what? workers. That's it. An ambulance. That's it. Okay. But it,
6: yeah. it, had, to through the right. it had to go to the hospital. Whatever they came from. Right. had to go to the hospital. They got to get called out of somewhere. Right.
8: Wouldn't they? I mean, unless you have one, like we have here in Akron, like something called uh, AMR, or something American Medical Response, which is a privately owned company which is basically just for transport of accidents, but nine out of ten times your ambulance, your flashing boxes are part of either the firehouse
6: or the hospital, I would think. Right. You, but like you said, you go down to whatever county you're in. Yeah, Right. Whatever ambulance you were in, do you remember the name of the ambulance company that picked you up?
3: No. They didn't pick me up.
6: I'm they still service you. Okay, so you, we can go back to the accident report, and it's going to be an EMS. Yeah, I got the, the name condo, of the company.
3: Um, yeah, I got the name of the company and everything. Okay, yeah, sure.
6: Then, okay, then we need to get, you need to get a hold of them, call them, and tell them you would like to get a hold of the medical records of that incident that night and their report, their report and the okay. medical record. Okay. You think, I didn't think about that. Now, the medical record, yeah. they're going to tell you, but the incident report, they made out their own incident report. Okay, that's one you need from them. Okay. Then they're going to tell you, they'll tell you on the incident report where that blood test went to that would be a hospital, laboratory, yeah. whoever it went to. And then you go to them and ask them for a copy of, the, of that test. They sent it to the and state also, crime lab. They sent it to the state crime Joe, lab from what I was told. Well, that's did fine.
8: you get into that's an fine. accident, though? I don't think you got into what? an accident, did you? Were oh, you in I did not into accident an accident. Though? I parked my, I, no, okay, I parked so my car here's on the, the thing. side of the road. There's not going to be an incident report for this. Not an actual accident yeah. report, you know what I'm saying? But... I want to know. I would be that question. Why did you draw my blood? Did they did they take you for? Did you leave the scene of that accident and under your own power?
3: Yeah. No. No. This, this is what happened. I I was started feeling oh, you, sick took and nauseous. Listen Boy. to me. I started feeling nauseous and sick. I pulled over on the side of the road to shake it off because I didn't know what was right. wrong with me. You know, I was getting a little dizzy. Right. And a woman came walk out to my car, and I guess they, when they saw me pull over to the side of the road. Somebody must have called. I just don't know. She knocked on the window and said, sir, are you okay? Mm-hmm. And I said, yeah. And we talked for like 30 seconds. And I said, no, nah, I'm going to be leaving. And next thing I know, an ambulance pulled up. Not with the lights flashing or anything like that. Just rolled up behind me. And uh, then they, one guy got out and then the other guy got out. And they started talking to me and everything. They go, you want us to check you out? And I said, yeah, that's fine if you think it's necessary. I don't know. I felt sick. Got out, went in the back of the ambulance. They started checking my vitals and everything. They didn't give me no breast test or anything like that. They checked my blood pressure, and then all of a sudden he goes, well, you appear to be a little dehydrated. like right? yeah, He goes, well, why don't we give you an IV, and maybe that'll get you, uh, you know, because I was feeling nauseous. And I said, all right, fine. Instead, the son of a bitch shoots me up with Narcan. I was like, what the hell? Well, I started, you know, going nuts. I said, what the hell? I started feeling, you know, oh man, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. You know, I said, what the hell was wrong with me? You know, I started sweating. I was How cold. They- I was cold. Just-
8: you no. Know? How was the Narcan huh?
3: administered to you? How did they give, How did they give you the Narcan? Injected Narcan into my vein. The... Injected into my vein. Ba- no, can. in my they... vein.
4: They don't do that. Yes, They're they not can. Narcan.
3: Yes, they can. Yes, they can. They,
4: they yes, can. they can. Peter, you yeah, looked it up today. Yeah, they can. Really?
6: Uh, I mean, and, they can. In, an, yeah. in an ambulance, yeah. though, or did yeah. I thought it was uh, just a respiratory a squeeze through the bottle in the feet. No, on the TV. Yeah, that's a quick applicator, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, yeah, I'm right. an experiment. I, I, I'd carry narco I'd okay. still carry nard. I barely
8: see where yeah. they it up your nose like that. So I'm thinking, right. man, oh man.
3: But they, well, first, no, of they all can all the first of all, it's supposed to be unconscious. So I was supposed to be unconscious. that's usually when they give it to somebody, not when they're yeah. alert, answering questions. I, I, need, and, and, I need to see
6: know. that report. That's that problem. Report. Yeah, <laughs> you need to see yeah. that report, man. Yeah. Good now right. You I know what?
8: You're done. driving. As you're driving down the road and, you th- and you're and you starting to feel shitty and bad, you, do you think there's any chance that you might have bumped into somebody or clipped a car and not even noticed it and then got off the side of the road and thought, okay, man, I feel like crap? And then maybe the lady okay. just came up your okay. window? Okay,
3: okay. 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 Well, Hang on, I've let seen it happen. We're drugs, minutes, You know they don't even 30, hit somebody. Tape. 30 minutes earlier, tape, 30 minutes earlier, I was making an undercover drug buy. I purchased I know 28 grams. I know the story. All right, I well, know. when I put but the now, stuff in my cigarette is, pack, yeah, it must have leaked out. And when I smoked a cigarette, ugh, uh, it was in my cigarette or got in to it touch or touched it. it. Yes, yep. So and it went in my system. Oh, you got it so, so, touch it. Now, yeah. So I, I inhaled that's it, what I'm saying, I you, guess. You, you, you should have blacked out. <laughs> He's usually blackout, but I'm a
8: pretty real guy guy too, so. no, I, I him, be I mean...
9: over and r- The show's going to be over, and Ron Rick's going to have to move on if you don't hurry up and keep up with him.
6: Go on. ahead, Ron. Go ahead, Ron. All right. Okay. So uh, when you stopped that car, was the key still in it? Ignition? Uh, I don't have an
3: ignition. I got a push start. It's a new car.
6: Okay, so there's no keys or not to activate the car. The car wasn't running. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. okay it cool. in your
7: pocket. Okay,
6: so the thing, the, the point, like I said, man, you need to, okay, one, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to change real quick on you real quick to kind of explain something else to you about your attorney. If he didn't show up today and didn't send notice to the court or you or nobody either, that is also called legal malpractice. That's an excellent okay. term. That's ineffective counsel, and it's legal malpractice. One, it has okay. a complaint to the, the registry board and also to the bar. When you, when you send a report okay. to the bar, a complaint to the bar association, which, you know, who the, the, the bar is, don't you? It's the British. You know, this, yeah. they're the registry. That's who they are. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, no, they're British, man. Well, you know, Mike, now you got a flag on you. I want to lock one up, you know. No, that's, that, that, no that, 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 but there again, that, with that lawyer not showing up or doing his due diligent contact, he was on it, he preached, you see what I'm saying, there's so many things you can cause that lawyer to have problems. Them, expensive yeah. As far as I'm concerned, so he go- told
3: me not to come. Listen, check this out. There's a past record of this. He would tell me not to come. And I haven't gone to court in over a year for this thing. You know, he would always call me, right. don't go, don't go, don't go.
6: So he, I, he's an officer of court. He told me not to go. Hey, I didn't go. Well, I would have I done about 120-day speed trauma. I would have done that instantly. I that's instructed him
3: to do that. And, and this guy, you don't understand. He would yeah. not answer the phone. We could not we get a hold of this man.
6: You don't matter. Dude, you don't matter. They you would not let me file
3: anything, Ron, down at the courthouse. They would not. They said you Why have not? counsel. He's got I to do it.
6: Well, he's been fine. They're you, you, the there a law unto their own, own Ron.
3: Like Ron, they're a Ron, law unto their own down here. Yeah, uh, it uh, don't uh, make sense. You're uh, right. You're right. Yeah, I'd have him slammed in federal At court. Peter, in the Peter, he'll tell you. I would be in another state <laughs> on
6: a lawsuit in federal court. Trust me. That has been done. I agree. That's, you know, I agree. You remember, states are controlled by the federal government. They're not controlled by you, me, anybody else. And like I said, this well, lawyer, we get, that Ron, found this guy, he's a, he's, he is an officer of that court. There from I'm, I'm I need to see the evidence. What evidence do they have to pursue this case anyway? What do they got?
3: I know. They don't
6: have a breathalyzer. Nothing. They don't have a field sobriety test. They have a blood test. Nobody knows where to fuck it's that. That's what we need to see. We've got to get that toxicology report on you. There's got to be one somewhere. I don't have it. I don't yeah. have it. I don't have it. Can so. we we're, get over sometime? Look, okay, I, I, you email me the case. Email that case my, to me so I can take a look at this so I can see what the fuck I, I, is. I don't have long problem with that.
3: I don't have problems know. So a problem with that. If anyone can help me out, I
6: appreciate it, man. I'll even pay you. There's, not enough, it. there's no. not enough evidence. And no, you no, thought no, about nobody. calling the judge? Or can you call the court and ask them for a continuance? No. no, you, you don't, you don't call the judges. No, no. No, no. Don't fuck with them. bailiff? No. Don't fuck with them either. Don't fuck with none of them No. 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 You Well, hey. hey. just to no. get to
8: 30 days so you don't have a warrant for your arrest. Call the you lawyer. Need to call the lawyer.
4: Call the lawyer. Call the
6: circuit clerk. Call the circuit clerk. Yes. Oh, hey, we want to call the clerk. clerk. The clerk? Yeah. Yes. And, by, and say, my like attorney an said I didn't jump get up for t-
3: yesterday. Time out. Time out. Let Ron talk. Ron, okay. Ron, you go first. Go on, Ron, talk, okay. please, because everyone's right. talking you you each to
6: each other. You need to call the circuit clerk's office. Okay, that's who you need to call. Say, look, ma'am, sir, whoever answers the phone. Say, look, I had a court date yesterday. My attorney said I did not need to appear for it. I understand that he did not appear. Also, I need to know what I need to do. Okay. Do yeah. you follow me? Because there's going to be two things yeah. that happen. Either a judge will reset it for another court date for you, You, know, you're, you but you're going to have to request it, it with a motion. you got to put it in writing. They won't take it over the phone talking to It ain't going to happen. They'll forget you like the day mm-hmm. is long. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, yeah. so you'll have to file a motion, which is real easy to file a motion. It's not that hard to do. I can show you how to do it. But anyway, uh, you're requesting continuous or ineffective counsel. And the reason you have a legitimate bitch is because the lawyer didn't show up, so he can not you. He didn't do his job, right? You following me? So yeah. then you start, kind of, start, kind of start it over, okay? Then we needed to get the toxicology report. Take a look at that. Because apparently from whatever they have, that's the only thing they have. Okay? They have no, they have, okay, there's three elements I see like right off the back where this makes no sense whatsoever. One, you didn't take the field sobriety test. Two, you didn't take the mechanical sobriety test. And three, the keys weren't in the car position. Okay? Because most states... If the keys are just in ignition, it can be turned off your part, dead asleep. I don't give part what part of the car you're in, but if the keys are in ignition, you can be charged with DUI. Just because yes. the keys in the ignition. Okay? I think oh, it's exactly right. like 30 yes. feet of a car here. Yeah, some states are different. It just depends how much money they yeah. want to grab out of it. It's all this. It's yeah. 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 But, but the thing, like I said, the, the easy way yeah. for this is 907's going, on here with
3: us. 907's on here with us, guys. No. I think he had his hand up, too. He was waiting a long time.
1: Joe. Um, Yo, do you have a receipt for paying? Okay, listen, I got a I got a question for Ron Reck. Okay. All right. uh, on the on the key on the key issue. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's got one of those push button starts and he's got a key right. fob. Okay. Right. Now right. he does not have a physical key to be put into the ignition. Right. However, right. his ignition his ignition uh with the key uh all he has to do is push it because he got the key fob in his pocket now where does that where does that lie in that dwi state uh they have to prove it was activated like it had to that's, that's, right, to
6: that's like well,
8: however close it is to be able to activate it then it can be charged as a dui as long
6: as you can start i think it's like, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes, Something like right, that, sometimes yeah sometimes yeah they're going to have to pull the computer out of the car to see if it was active at that time. Yes. So, and trust me, your car has a memory and That computer, mm-hmm. it's got a big yeah. ass hard drive. So I guarantee you it will remember. And, and here's
1: here's the other thing. For them to do that, they have to have a warrant. Yep. Yep. Because that, that, com- that information on that computer is yours. Right,
3: because
8: they'll empower right. the car yeah. if they yeah. get a yeah. warrant, do it tear it apart.
3: Yeah, right. Yeah,
6: I don't think they're right. going
3: to do good.
6: all that for a misdemeanor DUI. Yeah, I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, like I, it, so we we need to see that toxicology report because that's the only thing. I yeah, see I agree. To that, cause one, I one, okay, if they got the, the key evidence, listen, tell you something about the key evidence part, okay? Key evidence is easy to win. Even the keys in the car, I've seen I've seen a lot of wins. I've seen losses, but it just depends on who's doing the, the right thing you know what i mean but you know the key one can usually get beaten because it's not no physical it's just because the key was in the car doesn't mean you were physically operating the vehicle you know i mean you're responsible yeah. for it but if it's not moving it's shut off that car is worthless so i'm seeing one yeah. okay so but but the point is I'm, here's what I'm saying i see this more as they're taking that blood test something it had to be in that blood test to get, you, you, i mean you don't even know it's 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 in the real part you, the defendant, don't even know what you are being charged with except the DUI. You don't know what kind of substance, liquor, alcohol, narcotics, whatever, marijuana, anything. You don't even know what, what the drug was you were charged with. So, you see what yeah. I mean? That's, uh, yeah, that doesn't make no sense. You should know, yeah. know exactly what it's not. The, the, here might be the other problem. The state might have lost it. You know, the mm-hmm. process turns out by a lost example. Right. <laughs> or something that's why it's been going on so long. How long ago you know was I mean? that, Joe?
4: It's, it's been over a year in April, April of 2022.
7: Oh, okay. So
6: almost a year. Yeah, you're you're creeping up on yeah. here. That's an a awful long time for a, a conviction. Usually about three months. What do you mean almost a year? What do you mean almost a year? It's been 20 months. 20 months. Here's the
8: thing, though, too, Joe. You didn't have a policeman pull you over. So somebody, nobody witnessed you commit a crime oh, yeah. okay. in order for them to charge you. So I, I don't understand. You're in the back of the ambulance. What, did the state trooper or cops show up and then take you out of there and then take you to jail?
3: Oh, the the ambulance driver asked me if I would like to get checked out. And I said, sure, why not? You know, Hmm. I I didn't know what the hell was wrong with me. And I went back. I walked up into the ambulance voluntarily. The state trooper showed up after all the Narcan stuff and everything later on. Uh, And then he arrested me. Yeah.
8: And he cited you yeah. for a driving
3: under the influence. Yeah, he was a son of a bitch. So the ambulance, you know?
6: the ambulance driver is stating the mm. fact that you were under a narcotic. And you yeah, were, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, "He said we got that's a doper that's here." That's what he said. He said, "We got
3: a doper that's here." I say, so he said, have yeah. I said, "Man, you, I, you know, I wear tank tops all the time." I said, "You see any track marks on my arms, you fat son of a bitch?" I remember saying that to him. You know, yeah,
6: yeah. So, yeah. Narcan, <laughs> a lot of ways to take <laughs> Narcan. Or, I'm not yeah, but. Uh, yeah, well, okay, I don't shoot that's, cool. that's cool. Okay, right. I get it. Man, I'm out okay, there, cool.
3: there busting. I'm out there people for it. You know what I mean? Come on. <laughs> right,
6: right. So that I right mean, there again. But there again, like I said, it could have been exposure because that could be part of the statement. But there again, the whole point is we need to see that medical toxicology report. That's going to tell yeah, us. Not there's nothing on that. Nothing on that. They were going to call it hearsay, and if it's hearsay, it's worthless. The whole fucking case is worthless. Then you nice. can turn around and see the state approval. Andy Amos. But check you know, this out now, Ron. This.
3: Check Ron. Check this out. Hey. Check this out. There's a catch-22 to all this. I'm, a, I was, They're yes. saying, which I was not. I am not because I can prove it. They're saying I was on probation. So now they violated my probation.
0: Joe, we you talked about part? this on
8: the phone one night. You know what I've come to a conclusion about? This attorney what? you got, I don't know if you know him or does he know the people that you we've talked about and – they don't have nothing to keep you at bay, except if you don't show up to court or mm. some other technicality, because what they have is garbage. So what they've done is they've run this to the very ragged end, and then this guy's going to be your attorney representing you. He's going to step away, not do a damn thing for you, and put you in the jackpot
3: with the oh, they already have. What we were talking about. Yeah, yeah, you know what they mean? already have. They already have man Did you get a receipt from the in...
0: guy
3: Yeah I mean, yeah oh yeah I paid him two grand cash stuff? Yeah I went yeah I went to his office I said how much he said 2000 I paid him cash so you know you I, mean, I got to look a receipt see from how him though that
8: guy's got any affiliation with these other people you talked about that guy's got any type of affiliation his his uh, past history any type of a, working cases with them or anything maybe he went to school with that
3: yeah well there's more to it. there I were other lawyers k hey, hey, yeah. hey, there was other lawyers that I've hired for these cases and everything over the years they're the ones who I got to look out for. I mean, we got on the phone That's me and I mean. uh, uh me, me and Peter were on the phone with one of the lawyers that was handling my probation thing from a couple years ago, and you should have heard this woman. She hung up on us. I mean, she flat out <laughs> denied. She First, she was on our side, and she hung up on us. You know? I mean, it was crazy. This is a person I paid. Well, you know? I mean, also, you gotta remember another thousand bucks. The
8: bar. The bar. The whole thing with the bar. The judge, the attorney, Hey, how about this, guy? How about everybody call the, call the bar? How about everybody together. call the bar for
3: me? How about everybody call right. the bar? Everybody call, you know? I'm calling. I got that number. I'm calling. And make it. a complaint. And make a complaint. You know about my case. I want
8: to say, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm down. I'm moving into that area. If I want representation, I don't want it to be from you because you don't do your job. You you malpractice the whole operation. You you should even be an ambulance chaser. You should chase rocks.
4: You'd be a good one to call, Dave. You'd rocks. be a good one. You drive them crazy.
3: You'd be a good one, Dave. I'll
8: call him. I'm moving into the area, and I need some representation. Yeah. Who else would you guys uh, actually would like to give me a name to somebody other than the, the you? Will
3: check this out, guys. <laughs> check this out. The bottom line is check this out. I'm a candidate for North Carolina House of Representatives. I'm breaking right. into the good old boys club down here. You know, we gotta. Pl- I, I gotta play that card. I got the media's t- attention, obviously. Soon, I'm sure. Um, you know, and I'm I'm a smaller scale Donald Trump. That's what it is. You know, I'm a smaller scale, a local scale Donald Trump. They're gonna railroad me. They're go- they're making stuff up. I'm not on probation. They're making it up. I'm not what? on probation. I swear to you, I'm not. I got the documents to prove it. I'm not on probation for 24 months. They're saying I am. <laughs> I had the clerk well, of the court, court say I'm not on country. probation.
8: Innocent until proven guilty. Well, that's what we used to have. Innocent until proven guilty. I yeah. are guilty. You have to prove you're
3: innocent. Did you hear what I just said? Did you hear what I just said? The clerk yeah. of the court told me and Peter, me and Peter, Peter's on the phone still, I hope, told me and Peter, I'm not on probation. I'm not. And and still they're saying I am. Well, <laughs>
8: when that state, who was that, whoever that cop was that wrote that ticket, when he pulled your ID up in his computer, if you were on probation, you would have put your handcuffs because right then you'd have been in violation of your probation under cons- doing a DUI. So he'd have, he'd have had to. Yeah, no. That why did I get right
3: fired? yeah. that's another thing. That's another thing I want to bring up to this. Right? This happened all that. Why did my probation officer violate me two weeks ago for this for the DUI that happened a year and a half ago? Why did he do that? Because, because he's I'm with running that, for public these office.
8: You're about? These guys, this, these well, because are I, with the people you're running against.
3: Yes, yes. Why would he violate me? All this – you know, why didn't he violate me a year and a half ago when I was arrested for the DUI? Why? I why? Because I was on probation. That's yeah. why. <laughs> that's right. There I you got go. them, Do man.
8: You got the paperwork?
3: Yeah. Yeah, oh, I got it. But yeah.
8: the thing is, that they, what, they, what they rely on is you not to have enough funding to draw the process out, number one. Number two. To let you, they'll catch you slipping somehow or another. They'll take your driver's license. Oh, guys, they'll take your, drivers. Guys, you your know, let you know. You know something, some
3: yeah, locality. Yeah, I know. Well, check this out. Let me explain something to you guys. All right, I just went through a custody battle. I've already hired three lawyers. You know, you're talking fifteen to twenty grand already. Fifteen thousand dollars off the bat. I, I said, I'm broke, man. <laughs> you know, it takes time to make money. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm, I'm not hey, Michael Rockefeller here with fifty grand. You hey, know? Hey. I mean. <laughs>
4: Hey man, what's your
6: yeah, middle
3: name? What's your middle name, bro? I can't missile, hear you. Hey. What's your middle name? A. Hey.
6: You're,
8: Allen. North, Carolina? You're yes. North Carolina. Okay. Yes. All right. Yes, okay, sir. Cool, thank you. Okay. Joseph Didn't Allen third all that's, that's my name. All the paperwork, Joe, that when to put your name on the ballot and stuff. Uh, don't not they have to? they have to vet you? <laughs> do they do a check on you well, well, and see all this stuff? And then when all this come up on a – just like that cop sitting back there if you were on probation, that would come up on his computer. That's national Well, to Well, those yeah, cars well I,
3: you have to have a felony. You have to have a felony. I don't have any felonies on my record. Uh, none of these are felonies. They're all misdemeanors.
0: Okay.
8: So almost.
3: misdemeanors you know, don't, you don't disqualify you from being a candidate.
8: Well, if I was so, running against you –
3: wouldn't
6: it, wouldn't, your, wouldn't that person at Hey, don't give him any ideas. Don't give
3: him any ideas. Well, I'm going well, to look at what they do to Donald Trump. It's like you said, I mean, they dig up stuff
8: from 30 years ago.
3: You no know, I know. Oh, don't worry. I think it's coming. <laughs> I think it's coming. But don't worry. I can spin it. I don't worry. Listen, man, I've done nothing wrong. I've done nothing wrong. I've hurt nobody. I've done nothing wrong. I was serving the community. Man. 52 undercover drug buys. 52 cleaning up the streets of North Carolina. Come on, man. You know? Why didn't, I got your, why didn't your
8: handler, why didn't you approach He's your retired. handler after the fact, after the, I mean, with, at the time of the DUI, right, like a day after well you know, to, to call and say, hey, listen, I got jammed up.
3: Well, <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, and that's, uh, believe me, it's a big spaghetti mess, but you're absolutely right. They stole the Guilford County detectives I was working for on that buy, see, I, the DEA, he was in training that week, and I went and did a, uh, I went and helped out another agency that weekend. And it, uh, for, you know what I mean? So it's kind of, because I was working for separate agencies throughout the triad, you know? So these guys, these detectives are like, oh, we don't want nothing to do with this. You need to talk to the feds. You know what I mean? You know, so then we can't clean this up. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what? Well, clean what up? I've done nothing wrong. You know? So they're punks. You know what I mean? So, it's crazy. It's crazy. What it is, is you're right. I think if I went to their superiors, I probably could. But it's, the problem is, Dave, you can't get a hold of anybody, man. You just can't reach out to anybody. Everything's voicemails, pass the buck to this yep. guy, this guy busy, you know, and that's how it is.
8: And if you go you know? anywhere else, anywhere in their
3: house or anything else, you're going to get
8: trespassed or you're going to get stalking oh, or harassment. God, Yeah.
3: Yeah, I don't want to get shot now, you know. go <laughs> go kill right. at their house. <laughs> well, no, but you're just trying to
8: make contact. You can't even do that. I mean, I'm telling you, these attorneys, they're the worst because they're all in it together. Because when they go into that courtroom, regardless of being a defender, they are all on the team against you.
3: Listen to this, right? Check this out. If I would have went to court him, today,
0: he yeah.
3: yeah, if I would have went to court today, he wasn't there, you know what, guys? I'd be sitting in a concrete box right now. They would have got me, I'm telling you right now. Maybe.
8: uh, I mean, does the judge hate (laughs) you?
3: Yes. Joe, did did you know the judge? I I sued them. I sued them all. Oh,
8: Oh, my God. Yeah, well, didn't have any problems.
3: I I I arrested them all. I arrested the whole court. I arrested all the judges in the district court there. I filed a writ mandamus. when filed an injunction and everything. Yeah, it was a big thing. You know, arguing Jeff. another issue. See, I'm Jeff. out here fighting. I'm arguing Jeff. these issues, man, and my name is mud not, with these people. You hey, know? I'm not an
8: attorney, and I don't have any legal information or, to provide you, but what I'm telling you, pack your shit and get the hell out of North Carolina.
2: A couple oh, no, no, other no, people I I have told me. Go
8: somewhere quiet. Go somewhere people quiet. quiet. <laughs> I've heard Peter,
3: that before. Peter? Peter? Yeah, oh, why oh. don't you talk now, Peter? <laughs> why don't you say <laughs> something Peter, yes, in already? closing?
4: Listen, you're not going to beat them down there. You got to fight it from outside nope. the state.
3: That's what I'm fight saying. That's state. Yep.
4: That's all I can.
3: I'm do. beginning to. Yeah, but I'm not. I don't want to give up my candidacy, man. You know, I mean, I, I want to keep. Uh, I think I.
8: I want to fight, man. Joe? You know,
4: I want to fight. What's more
8: important? What's more important? Being able to be free, walk around to the, the, the little bit of freedom as we have. And what I'm saying, but if you give up, your, if you don't, and keep fighting these guys. You're not going to beat these guys.
0: They're right, going the
8: to break you financially. They're going to break you financially. That's going to start un, to unravel your family mentally, and you're gonna, the custody thing's going to go to shit, and then you're going to have more problems, and you're going to end up losing your mind, and you probably will end up cheating somebody
9: because you'll end up snapping.
8: You'll end at, up becoming a part of the – you know, and that sucks. Listen, that's,
3: listen. What did the fa- plan, what? They're
8: not going to lose.
3: What did the founding fathers say and do? Huh? I pledge our lives, our fortunes, our sacred honor. I would rather die on my feet than live on my knees. You know? If I run. 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 Joseph.
1: To to win a war, sometimes you have to
8: leave a battle.
1: Yes. Joseph, uh, going to lose any of those uh, pledges, if you do decide to leave the state, and then fight it from outside the state, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, because you are at that point still fighting for the freedom, not only your freedom, but the freedom of everybody else in that state with that what town uh, you got? legal system that that with the legal system that they have. Okay. So yeah, you, maybe you're, you're not right. yeah. violating, you're not violating yeah, any yeah. of your, any of the pledges. The only thing, the only thing you're doing is you're giving up uh, your uh, run for office. Okay. So you run for office to clean that shit up if you get elected. But, you know, there's two ways to go after them. Okay. One is the way you're doing it by running for office. The other is exit the state so they can't throw you in jail. Turn around and file charges from out of state
6: oh, through man.
1: the federal system and fight them that way. Yeah. Okay. I got a yeah. me
6: County. Guys.
3: Rockingham County, okay. Rockingham okay. County, North Carolina. Ron.
6: Okay. Thank you. Thank you.
3: It's not no, Rockingham County, you know, Virginia. Rockingham County, North Carolina. But I got your point. Yeah, but, I understand uh, that. Maybe, maybe you're right. We'll live to fight another day. I don't know, man. I just feel like I'm running. You know, I just feel like I'm running. All
8: right. Sometimes you know? that's. I mean, it, the smaller battle sometimes wins the biggest one. That's like when these guys get stopped in their cars. Mm-hmm. And these sovereign citizen guys who want to do this, not roll the window and shit down. They're, they've lost that battle right off the bat. You're not going to win that one. You've got to act like you've got some sense. Yeah. you're tending to with your hands, with respect the officer. And if you want to fight it, you got to go into court. you got to have the right language. you got to have the right attitude and enough knowledge and um, uh, research to know what the hell you're talking about. If that's the route you want to yeah. go. You don't do it on the side of the highway by telling some cop, I'm not getting out of my car. Well, you're going to get out of the car. I guarantee you that. You know, so yeah. you, you, get, you right. have to lose a little battle. I know, I know.
3: Everybody... <laughs> Closing thoughts, I guess everybody, I guess to give everyone a couple minutes here to wrap it up, because we are going to cut us off soon. So, uh, I guess I go down the line, everybody, you know, have their club because we pretty much, you know, talked this to death here. Um, <laughs> I appreciate everybody, you know, I hope everybody got the lawyer's number. If you call him tomorrow and find out why he wasn't in court, that'd be a good idea to start. Um but, uh, Boyd, you go first, I guess? You want to go first, since you were waiting the longest here to get in? You want to say something here at the end?
1: Well, no, I, I- I was just listening, and I, I just wanted to, you know, have my I, – I didn't know once we went into overtime whether I could uh, raise my hand or not in overtime, so I did it in overtime. Yeah, okay. But – Okay. You, okay, but um, uh, as uh, as me and uh, Tev were saying, hey. you know, if you have to uh, leave the state to fight this battle – then i would suggest wholeheartedly that you do okay now mm-hmm. ron may come up with something when he's looking at your at at the the court dockets and everything but yeah um in in this fashion and with all of the arguments that we in our discussions that we've been throwing out uh have I think has probably the most sane one, you know, if you're in the middle of a battle and you're getting your ass kicked, okay? Sometimes uh your best uh option at that point is to retreat, get out of there, live to fight another day, and if that other day means you're fighting it from another from another state, so be it. But you're still fighting the battle. And and uh you're fighting a good fight, and you have not gone back on any of your pledges, yeah. and once you yeah. get that yeah. thing finalized and once you get that thing finalized and uh, won and everything, then you could think about going back and running there or running in the uh, district that you're living in wherever you go, if you go to North Carolina. You know, do it there. Now you're in North Carolina. What are you talking about? Well, uh, well <laughs> if you go to South Carolina, one of one of the other Carolinas. Okay, the other Carolinas. Oh, oh. All right, you know. all right, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah,
3: yeah. well, my my name doesn't get removed from the ballot, so I know that. But it's just that you can't campaign from another state. I know that. It would be kind of hard, you know. Hang on, I'm going to go campaign 700 miles away. You know, I mean, I'm not running for president, you know. I've kind of got to stay in my district, but I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I do. I really do. Cave, you want some final thoughts here? You know what? You just said you can't campaign from another
8: state. Joe Biden campaigned from his basement all over the country. <laughs> yeah, I kind of ate my so, words there, yeah. <laughs> and you know what I mean? I, I, I think if if it comes down to a situation where you're at and you have to weigh – where you what's, what is the out, what is your total? You have to have a goal. What's your outcome? Is this going to be worth you going through everything that you're going to suffer and have to the, to pay for to get your, if you get your goal or the, the, let's say the lesser, if you don't get it, the anguish and the, the problems that will continue, as long as you stay in that state, Joe, it doesn't stop. It's not going to stop. Yeah. I mean, they just don't yeah. rush it because they, they they already know that you're going to knock on the door. You've already knocked on the door. You you kicked the door down and you're you're standing there ready to to sit down on their couch with them. But now they've thrown you out of their house, and they're going to have to get you out of the yard now. That's why we have to look at this. So and they're going to have to get rid of you, or because if you got something on somebody or these corrupt people or whatever, they have already had their little nights of the uh, golden circle and they're not going to let you get away with it one way or another so i would just well, I would weigh your options and think about your overall outcome what you what you think you're going to gain as opposed to losing or the the long term of uh the possibilities of the, the the shit and the trouble you're going to have to go through man i mean it sucks right. that we have to go through something like this where you're you used to be innocent until proven guilty and then now you got no matter what you do, you've got people can call up on the telephone and say you got guns. They come to your house. They kick your door down. They, you know, people are dying because people are knocking on doors and change, just because an angry ex-wife or a girlfriend or a neighbor's pissed off because you're burning something or uh, your dog's shit in their yard. They, they call the cops. And now it turns into a bloodbath. It, it's ridiculous. And it's not counting the migrants we've got to deal with. So, I mean, cut your ties, I think. If, you, if, it's not that, if it's not deathly important for you to do what you're doing, Today, with everything you're facing, I think I would just say, "Hey, you know what? I'll see you guys on the next rodeo, and I'm going to be one on the bull."
3: I yield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, good advice And, and, you yeah. gotta, it,
1: it, and remember, that? remember this. Rem- remember this, Joe. You've got a you got a family, and you got some kids and stuff. You stick around down there, and all it's going to do is destroy your family. And all of that. Which is more Makes important hard on them, too? Your
4: yeah, well, yeah. Pra- man. Yeah, you're right. The problem. Is- yeah, hang on, problem John Doe. Is- hang on,
3: Peter. You're- I'm going to get you last word, Peter. I'm going to let you have the last word. But get John Doe in there. He's been waiting patiently. John Doe?
9: Oh, last. Oh, man. That's just the way it goes sometimes. Definitely, I was curious, Joe. Did you, whenever you were speaking with Attorney Hines, did you give him any reason to believe you weren't going to show up at your court date?
3: No, no.
9: Did he give you any reason to make you think? No, that well, actually, you he didn't told me he was here?
3: going to be there. No, he told me he was going to be there. He said he was going to be there, and I told him, you know, I told him, well, I want a continuance. That's what I want. And He said that's what he's going to try to do and I and something and I told everybody I even told Peter I said I'm not going to go I'm not going to go I'm, I'm, I, only, I only told one person that I wasn't going to go so and I don't think Peter called attorney Hines told him so you know, <laughs> you know so nobody knew so no no doesn't matter anyway he was supposed to be there my name's on it he represents me he's supposed to be there you know he's officer okay. of court
9: okay and and whenever Ron Rick helps you file for your motion to get more definitive statement about your pleading this issue that the lawyers, is that going to bring up a whole other motion that's going to help delay this stuff, so kind of give you a reprieve so you don't have to bookie leave town right now? Ron probably knows I better answer know. than that.
3: I don't know, John Doe. I don't know.
9: It actually, it actually comes to an affirmative defense under contributory negligence because he was a, it was an abuse of discretion, an abusive process, just like Ron said, um, legal malpractice. So I don't see how they yeah. couldn't delay that they have to because there's been a legal you know eruption, eruption i guess in the in the process but anyway Bottom line is, I, mean, cause I don't think you really have to leave there's probably ways around it for you to be able to continue to stick around, take care of your family and still run for office and not have to deal with it but you know, I don't know all the details, but at the same time, I can see certain things, and I think Ron's going to have a better view of understanding how to put it all together, and I'm just asking the right. questions because I don't know, yeah. and I'm hoping somebody else sees through what I'm trying to say to help you understand those perspectives as well. But thank you for your time, everybody. Okay. Have a great right. week. Thanks. We'll catch you on the next thank show.
3: Thank you. Uh, Peter, ahead. you get the last final word. Go ahead.
4: And actually, Ron, well, you, Peter, first. Well, he could have delayed it. He could have delayed it by saying he wanted a forensic test on the blood work too. He's into, You're entitled to that too to rerun the blood. Okay, and that yep. could that could that could have been a delay. Uh, the other thing is that you know nobody's ever really seen any of the Brady material. We don't even know. Really, don't know what they got. What they don't. We don't even know what the cops said yep. really. So, can yeah. I
8: ask you a question, Peter? Would yes. there be any type of witness statement or uh discovery to this process that he could see also to know what actually what the hell happened in this whole from the yeah. the whole get go from the beginning and where it went
0: from?
4: Yeah, great. all the Brady material, all discovery. You know, I've I've seen discovery so so intense that, you know, they gotta identify the local telephone pole numbers near the with the incident within so many feet. <laughs> You know, yeah but yeah, the other problem is Joe you know, leaving North Carolina, he's got two children and a wife, he'd have
1: to leave them behind, not necessarily, yeah, there's nothing that says he has to leave his family behind well
7: well under the
1: under the circumstances, they're not gonna go with him, they're not gonna uproot, them. yeah, yeah. Well, I can't I can't I can't I can't talk to that, but you know oh.
3: uh They're in school, I mean, you know I mean, you know, that's that's hard. That's hard on them, you know.
1: Yeah, it 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 is and and it will be. But, you know, uh what was it? Last night you had said that uh uh that you and and uh your girlfriend or had reconciled and are back together and everything and well we're, uh, well we, we're working that, on it we're working
3: on it you know we we're living together and we got the kids and we're here together in the house you know we're not separated anymore you know i mean there's a lot more to it than that we're not married happily ever after yeah, you, know? Well, but, you know you
1: know you, you know, know what i mean so, <laughs> yeah well just just also also remember in in all of this okay Uh, whatever I've told you or suggested to you is only, uh, due to the information that, uh, I have, I don't have all of the information. I understand. I don't have all of the information, but with the information that you've got, you've laid out on the table, uh, I think Tave and I are in agreement with this, that, uh, You may just need to leave the state and you know, take your girlfriend and your wife with you to maintain Yeah well got uh yeah to you know, to maintain that relationship. Uh the kids and your relationship and and that I think are worth more in the long run to you than this bullshit.
7: Yeah, but you know,
1: hang on,
3: boy. Hang on, boy, 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 hang on a second. Yeah, I agree with all that and I've had that discussion already, but you gotta remember something too. Things cost money, you know. I mean I'm not Rockefeller here, you know. I gave up my business. i you know, the past three years have devastated me. You know, I mean, I only wiped out my savings pretty much. You know, I mean, I, I mean, I only make so much money every month now. You know, I mean, so you know, and she's working full time. Another, you know, so it's all fine. You know, money comes into play also in this, and money is very important, especially for raising two kids nowadays. I own a house here in North Carolina. You know, right now, you know, this house is paid off. I don't have a mortgage here. You know, so I, I'm leaving this behind too. I'm I would give the give the house to them to stay in, and I would leave. And then you know, I look, I could relocate the bank money another place to help support them. You know, while I'm away, and then you know, gather my battle plan. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Come up here and
8: live in Akron, Ohio, and run for office up here. <laughs>
3: there you go. <laughs> you well, can
6: lock us both up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Anyway, Peter didn't finish his thought. Go ahead, Peter. Go ahead, Peter. I mean, you didn't get a chance to finish your thought.
4: <laughs> that's all I can say. I, um, I don't know what else to do unless you collaterally attack this thing in federal court. I don't. That's the only thing I can think of.
3: Yeah, and and we've been there already once, Peter. You know. And what yeah. did they do to us? They jacked us around.
4: Yeah, they're brutal.
3: Yeah. They beat my head into the freaking concrete wall. They beat my head into a concussion, tried to kick my head off. I mean, you know, I mean, it could have killed me. And we went to federal court, and the
4: magistrate sat on it. (laughs) We had his his bond posted, and they held you how many days after the posting of the bond? 17 days. And their excuse was that he had to be on a bracelet and they didn't have enough of bracelets in town.
3: Yeah, they wanted to put me on an ankle bracelet. They posted, they put me on a forty-five thousand dollars bond. I posted the bond. They're like, "Well, hang on, we got to put you on an ankle bracelet." And I said, "Well," and they said, "Well, we don't have any right now." <laughs> you know, so I was held for seventeen days after I posted my bond.
0: I, I would have been
3: Crazy, like, well, "You huh? know
0: what?
8: Go get one off one of your other criminals and let me borrow it." Good God. <laughs>
2: Sure, I, they, I but you see how corruptless. But again,
3: yeah, again, Dave. Though this is the corruption, man. This is what I, I was see. talking about. In the very, you know, you know.
4: I talked to the jailer, who the guy running the jail, and he told me, "Well, the way it works is we're we'll ha- we're waiting for somebody to violate, so we can take it off them." She's <laughs> unbelievable.
8: That's, that's, like, that's what. That's what the same that's what you say. In there or I mean, what? This is sickening.
1: That's ah, what you ah, say Hey, listen! I posted forty-five thousand dollars in bond. You mean to tell me you don't have any money to go buy another one? Give me God, a break. How's that? that Hell oh, no! They,
8: they ain't got no money. They're all buying cocaine and hookers.
1: Next
6: investment. Thanks,
9: Joe.
6: April bracelets. Yes.
9: Did I um, understand you guys want us to also call the Bar Association?
3: Yeah, if you can, yeah. What do you think, Peter? You think that's a good idea? I like to ask Peter for his advice sometimes, as you can see. So, you know, I mean, Uh, his his opinion.
4: You might as well fire it up because maybe, I don't know, maybe he'll shake him up. Yeah, we got to shake him up. I think that's right.
9: What's the bar association number, and what's the gist of our uh, script, so to speak, when we call the bar?
3: Well, I think I think basically you guys know the story. I mean, aren't you pissed off with the corruption? Complain like you're complaining about anything, you know? We these well, guys getting justly, you know, right? I mean, we don't <laughs> want to make it worse.
1: We don't want to make it worse.
3: We just.
8: Is that what you're saying? Like, kind of contact the bar as like the Better Business Bureau and let them know that they have a, a uh, North Carolina no, Bar Association. No, no,
6: no, no, no! Don't do that. Don't even do that. Don't, don't do that. You're but, you're talking about an organization you don't want to really fucking piss off. I'm telling you, right? That's what I'm mean. saying. Right. I just would call him. But here's, listen, but here's what you, you can do. But here's what you can do, Joe. You yourself can file a complaint because you are a client. If outside people interrupt them on this topic of you, then okay, they're going to take okay. a look at you. This guy's a whack job, so we need to get rid of him.
4: Okay, they'll, they'll, okay, you got know, you, got you. Yeah. Good, point. That, good that point. Be, a, point.
0: that would be
8: that's a good point. Harass the type deal against you and get you tossed out yeah. of that. Yeah, good point. Yeah.
3: That's yeah. a not good, not point. good point. That
6: might be removed completely. That could happen, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, your, yeah. Your that's a good point. That's guys.
3: Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, this is a corrupt, evil organization. You're absolutely right. I agree. Thanks for that. That's good sound advice, right there. Um, just don't call Mr. the lawyer, man. Call the lawyer.
4: What about the jail? Lawyer? How does the guy? Yeah. How, how does the guy at jail get away with not taking him in that day? That's what causes one. Of oh, you yeah. know. Is is he goes to turn himself in for the last two days on a 15-day dip, and the guy jailer turns him away? Because I can't take you His probation officer says I violate you How about that Yeah how about that one <laughs> That's bullshit <laughs> The
6: jail was take crowded. I mean right, I've been thrown right? out of jail before I had the sheriff Lury throw me out You know They, they had me dressed up take me back to a cell block he come around that all the way No fucking way Get him out of here
3: I have it, yeah, But Ron But Ron I got violated for that though I got violated. He violated. This was another violation the PO gave me uh, about a year and a half, from, you know, when I first got put on the probation, the original one-year sentence okay. I had.
6: but it was because of the jailer or the jail? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. You, me yep. and you still know, have a long, serious ball. Yeah. I will, I will teach you some tricks of what you do when you're dealing with these people. You are dealing with a different alien here. It's not. These are not we the people, you get me? No, right, he's no 100%
8: right. Okay. Like I said before, you need to get a, a notebook and write down every name that you know that's involved, and you have to look at these people because they're not like us.
6: They have a whole other way of living. Right. Yes. Why do you think I'm learning, Dave? you control them. You, we, the people, can't control them. you just got to know Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. See, that's what you don't know. I do know it. I've done played it. I've done know. And this all started over a traffic ticket when I was in college. A $25 little measly rabbit And I won. Crazy as it seemed to be, I myself personally at the time wanted to pay the twenty-five dollars and just walk away. Like most people would do because they don't want to bother with it, right? Of course I had another word for that, but I kept my tongue. Anyway, besides that. I believe in the Constitution. I backed the Constitution of everything in my living being soul. And the First Amendment is one of them. That is one that's under attack now. That's why I do my show the way I do. Because I dare him to come, (laughs) you know, with me. You know what I mean? I dare you. I dare you. Sorry. (laughs) You know, because that is one freedom that is inalienable from God. We were born with a voice, period. And it don't matter what we say, whether it's right or wrong, it depends on what the receiving party takes of that. They don't like it. Well, I don't know,
3: Ron. You got to kind of, you, you know, I don't know about that one, but we could discuss Watch that. Watch what future, you, you say.
6: Know. Yeah, right. Okay. But anyway, I'm, 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 you know, I'm messing with you, man. But anyway, that, the thing there's uh, this other language I'm talking about, legal leagues, I think call it. But but there's a way you can deal with the jailers, the way you can deal with the lawyers, the judges, everybody. There's a way of doing things, okay? But you can't go. Everybody go gang up on them. you. Can't do that. Because they're what they're going to is say, well, since this is the instigator, which will be you, I'm going to fix him. That will stop this bullshit. And they will. They will. They can make it. Guys, that, that can be marked here. right now.
3: That can be marked right so, now. You know what I mean? you gotta, be You got to right know how to, now, to you defend yourself
6: from that. you got to know
3: how that to defend yourself. Does that
9: go for the attorney, too, of us calling? Absolutely.
6: Absolutely. I wouldn't call that. So we, he's the All he's going to do is vacate. If you call him again, he'll say harassment in the friend yard against you. Yeah, that's all. I mean, if
9: do. we're the not tax. going to stir right. up any more problems. Calling his attorney and telling him we just think right. he's doing bad business. We don't want to refer him to anybody else.
6: Well, that's cool. Later on down the road, once this is over, let's let end the problem first. Then well, no, you okay. Okay. All you want. It don't matter. That's true. Right. Yeah. yeah. The, you, just be cool for a yeah, let that. All right, let go. me I let me get hold of all these files and everything, because Rockingham County doesn't even show up on the the state e list on the courts. Believe it or not, Rockingham County does not show up, so <laughs> I'm going to have to do it hard <laughs> way. I will find everything. So I, I, would, would, so I would definitely I
8: not let it just go. You know, I would make a phone call tomorrow to no. the court.
6: Yes, first. Yes, first thing tomorrow, the call clerk. that court. Yeah,
8: just don't not that, call because
6: so if they, you don't
5: call, you're complicit.
6: That's right. You are, you're you're scondering. Don't do that. Okay. Yeah. So then is trying to get in, right, and do whatever. Right. Try to do the
3: right thing okay, get notice. Notice. Well, hang, on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, guys, guys. I spoke to the probation officer today. So I spoke right. to him today after, after at the end of the day. So I talked to him. I made contact. When he's like, where were you? Why weren't you in court? I said, my lawyer told me not to be there. So he says, well, you need to call me tomorrow afternoon and find out what's going on. So so I'm, All right, I'm, I'm clear on the thing right now.
6: That that probation officer, no, it doesn't matter. Probation officer has no authority. Uh, you have to get a hold of the circuit Yeah, clerk but he would have to file the
3: abscounding, to... Ron. He, Ron, he would have he, to file and, the and, he,
6: and he'll be forced into it. He will be forced to do it if you don't get a hold of that circuit clerk. Right. That circuit clerk doesn't know anything. Okay. You can't depend okay, on nobody, okay. Joseph. You just can't do it, bro. Okay. Don't depend okay. on none of them okay. assholes. They'll set you up in a New yeah. York second Oh, I don't know. I never yes. talked to a circuit you know, clerk. Why you call
3: it? Why you keep calling it circuit clerk? It's just a clerk. It's not. It's not a federal court. It's a state court.
6: It, it's a circuit clerk. No, it's everyone's a circuit clerk. That's a circuit clerk.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. All yeah. right. It's I didn't know. Yeah.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. A clerk is somebody in the courtroom typing shit down. That's a clerk. A circuit clerk oh, is yeah. one that handles all the cases and What the time was your
8: What uh, time part. is your appointment today, Joe? What time did you have to appear?
3: Nine uh, o'clock, I think. Yeah.
8: Oh shit! I was I was hoping it was later in the day because then it could maybe, become, you know, like a working business day. some of them do go home, but if they got a hard on for you, they probably
6: still yeah. down there working. FBA for you, buddy. FTA.
0: Facebook
6: <laughs> FTA, FBA. Right to appear.
0: Now. We're locking him up Send that to the sheriff's
6: office. Go get this guy. We don't that? want to come to court. We're going to make him. <laughs>
3: you know? Yeah, I know. I, I know. How's it going, <laughs> Hey, I appreciate you guys sticking around all this time and giving me some good advice. I mean, you guys, did you guys did. gave some good advice tonight, man? I do appreciate that. Um, you know, and thanks to Peter for uh, you know in the beginning of the show, uh, obviously. I, I, so, I uh, guys, I will them. keep you posted.
4: I just go in there and tell them, Your Your Honor, uh, unaccustomed as I am to pubic speaking, this is a transvestite of justice. Yeah,
6: yeah. All right.
8: I'm out of order. You're out of order. The whole fucking
9: court's out of order. All oh my God,
3: right, right all right, right, all right, That all word. Right, right. Oh, my all God. Oh, Jesus, Lord, please help us. Jesus, baby. All right, guys. Good night. Good night, guys. Good night, good night, good night. We all all
7: did right, good right, all the way to the Thank you. It's like oh. an end of the show. Yeah. I came and None ended Bitch, son of
6: <laughs> a bitch. 21 in the end. 21 at the end the
4: show.
0: Never, never,
6: You're in the twilight zone. I don't
0: know. <laughs> <laughs>